Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. It's the Crash and Mars Crash Show. Crash and Mars Show. They're just a blast. Makes me smile on the way to work. The way they laugh together. Make every day a little brighter. Join the conversation. Crash. I was on our patio like Marilyn Monroe it because I'm in my bathroom. <laughs> I'm trying to hold it down so my wiener's not in the way. Yeah. like, Mars. We had broccoli the other day that just tasted off to me. Mm. I did not like it. She pushed her plate away. She's like, I can't make me something Next. new. Yeah. <laughs> Jen and producer Haley. I never have anything nice to say. <laughs> and, and you, the now family. PJ Purple Cat Lady just sent this text. Oh, what? After I had lunch, six hours later, my butt became a tap. That is the most disgusting way to describe it. Let's go. The Crash and Mars Show. Crash and Mars Show. Take off right now. Well, well, well. Good morning. Good morning, guys. First order of business. What day is it, Mars? Oh, it's Friday. Yes. Yes. Friday. Oh, yeah. Another one. Feels good that it's Friday today, guys. Oh, my God. Does it ever. Yeah. And second order of business. Yeah. 8 a.m., guys. Oh, yes, that's right. The one thousand dollar conversation. You guys want a thousand dollars again? We got yes. it again. Yes. Eight a.m. Eight a.m. Eight o'clock hour. What a bountiful week. I know. I can't believe yes. our cupeth overflows. Yeah, right? you're right. It has been a bountiful week. It's a wild week. This is crazy. This is good news for you guys. I love it. Yeah. It's just so great. Yeah, uh, after eight a.m. Uh, throughout this week, we gave away over three thousand bucks. Yeah. How about that? That is. That's awesome. Yeah. That's sweet. I love it. Yeah. Good day yesterday, Ginge. Uh yeah. Weird oh. morning though. Weird Why? morning. What yesterday? happened yesterday? No, this. I guess uh, weird morning this morning. Oh, oh I'm okay. like you did Scratch a show yesterday. Yesterday's <laughs> dead to me. Like you did a show with us yesterday morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, leaving the garage. Oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my garage door goes up. Yeah. And then halfway through, kajunk. Oh. Oh my God! What's going on? Yeah. I investigate. Mm. And uh, you guys are familiar with garage doors? Yeah. They're on like some uh, slides. Like yeah, they get the rollers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the rollers popped off. Oh, no. Oh, and that I sucks. Threw the whole thing off. I got it back on. Yeah, yeah. It's just like spring loaded. I found the roller, plunked it back in. Yeah, the roller's burnt out. I, I guess. I, it's still like it was greasy. Yeah. Yeah, the bearings are probably all shot on it. I don't know. So I restarted the garage door. She went again. Yeah. But is this a ticking time bomb? Well, yeah. yeah. Is, is Rach going to have a problem getting out now? I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Oh, oh that, that sucks. At least it jammed on your uh, on your way up. Like you were already out of the garage. No, no, it it opened halfway up. Oh, and then when the when the little ball fell out, yeah. the, the bearing, yeah, could chunk things. Oh. I found that, plunked it back in. Yep, restarted the operation. And she went back. She went all the way up. Oh, that sucks. But I don't know if this is the end I'm, of my garage door. Because what I've heard, garage doors very expensive. Oh, very. I you probably no wouldn't have to get a rep- door. No, you can just say, you can get it serviced. Guy will come out, throw some new uh, rollers in there. Greasy up really good. Greasy chains. She was so greasy. Give you a firm handshake you and seen done. These mitts. How old's your garage door? Oh, probably as old as the house. <laughs> Original. Oh, really? 40 years, yeah. 40 years old, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I have no idea. We've never replaced it. She I'm, looks old. I'm guessing uh, the people that sold you the house just caked it in grease just to make it quiet. Because prior to that, it was probably like squeaky wheel. <laughs> yeah. So you think for seven years we've been living off that extra yeah, grease? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> extra grease. <laughs> I think so. Oh, that sucks. Oh, man, that does suck. Well, good thing you got it back on. Yeah, what would you do? You'd have to pull the, like, take it off manually. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't a motor issue. It was because it got ch- knocked out of alignment. Uh, just yank it. Just step on it. Do something. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Close it and take an Uber. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you can if you can't get your car out. Yeah, you get locked in your garage. Yeah. yeah you totally could. Yeah, years ago when uh, we were leaving our uh, place that we had in the West End, uh, it wasn't our place, but it was a neighbor's garage. 
you could set, you could tell it fell off the track because it yeah. was completely crooked. Yeah, one side was really high, one side was really low, and you see both vehicles in there. Mm. They did not take a vehicle to work that day. No, oh. they took a cab. Oh yeah, Big yeah, time. that sucks. Uh, this text here says, "Ginger, if, if it's the springs, don't fix it yourself." Oh no, those can kill explode and kill you. Kill a man. Call a professional. I don't think it's the springs. No, it's just your rollers. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Unless it's the spring pulling the roller out, because that roller was still she was rolling. Yeah, yeah. Was it wobbly? The door? No, the roller. <laughs> <laughs> no, the roller was fine. We we're talking about the same thing. I'm, I'm, it's like imagine like yeah, a, a, it's a roller with a wheel. pin. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was off the pin. Oh well, that's a major problem. That's yeah. a big problem. So you just put the wheel back yeah, in the truck. I just pulled the pin back, Tot. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Stuck the wheel in the pin. Oh yeah, yeah. Your wheel's shot. It broke off the pin. That's supposed to be oh, attached. Supposed to be connected. That's supposed to be attached. Oh, that's the <laughs> problem. Hey, we got to the bottom of hey, it. Hey, we fixed it. <laughs> this text here from Keith says, "Just heard Ginge talking about the door. Yeah, he needs to have it looked at. Looked at. It's only a matter of time before the whole uh, thing goes." Oh. How much is a garage door? I've heard thousands. Our neighbors did one a couple years ago. Yeah, they got a good looking one. Door. They had that same issue where it was uh, hanging crooked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! no. I swear, it's probably the same installer in your neighborhood. <laughs> I didn't want to, uh, you know, dig too deep on the number. Yeah, but I, f- I feel like they mentioned a couple gur. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, probably. It, it depends on how fancy you want to go. Like if you want to go basic, because we uh, you could probably get one for like fifteen hundred. Because one of our buddies got his door serviced. You know, I don't think you need a new door. Get you a just, new door. Garage uh, doors Mars, look amazing Mars is now. All about new doors. She was I, trying to get our buddy oh, to get a brand new door. Yeah, and he's like, I my door is fine. It's like, fine on my house. It still looks like, good. Gingy, look at this garage door. Like this is what you need, buddy. You guys have style. Right? That you don't need nice. you don't need like just the old plane with these squares in it, the beveled edge. I don't know. Discount squares. crash says just get a edge. service guy in. It'll yeah. be a service guy will probably be maybe five hundred bucks. Oh, like, look at this he'll garage throw in door. New uh, new uh, wheels and stuff, greasy up, good. Yeah. And you'll be good. Gingy, look at this one. Like, yeah, get it. I don't know about windows into the garage door. I don't know how many people, I don't know, looky lose. But they're, look at this one, they're completely frosted. You don't see in them. Are you in a rough part of town? No, but you know, you don't tempt anyone. <laughs> With all your, all your sweet stuff, all your electric lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can get some nice garage doors. This one, good morning, guys. Tell Ginge to call Well Hung Door. Well Hung. And ask for Bob, best service man in the city for garage doors. Ask Bob, too, if he's Looking Well Hung. Well Hung Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, new garage doors also insulated better, because ours offers no... No oh, is it just oh, like a frozen thin in metal there? door? Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe it oh, is time. This is exciting. I'm happy for you guys. Someone said get a new door from Costco. You love Costco. They I also do. gave us a gift card for 250 bucks. Hey. Practically pays for itself. Costco garage <laughs> door. $250 gift card for a $4,000 door. No, they're not four grand. they are a lot cheaper than that. From Costco? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're oh, good. Yeah, look, they got groceries. Bar call, service someone's door for 300 I think that's who our uh, buddy used. Yeah, it was yeah. bar call, yeah. He had two garage doors to yeah. get serviced. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. What does your door look like now? Is it ugly? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, maybe it is, is time. Well, she's old. Yeah, it's time. She's an old door. Do you have, like, the old, like, uh, tin insulation on the inside? No, it's not tin. It's like wood. Wood. It's like, oh, it's like oh my door. God. Yeah. You have a wood door? Yeah, she's old. Oh, yeah. I don't. I, a service guy would look at it and be like, I'm not touching this. Get a new door. People oh. are saying, get a new door, keep the motor. They don't make them like they used to 40 years ago. Oh, I've already replaced the motor. Or, Ginge. Um, get a whole new door. Do you want to go? How discount do you want to go? No, I'm listening. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, someone said a pack of 10 rollers from Lowe's, 50 bucks. Door can be fixed for 50 bucks and a couple beers. That's not bad. Your old pal Crash will come over and help you out. What about a tarp? 
Just like a nice. No, tarp. you're not tarping oh, the food. I don't a know if Rachel tarp. Yet. No, no, no. I've got to. I've got to represent Rachel here. Like I a gotta, business tarp. No, no tarp. No. I got to hit up Princess Auto after the show. I'll no. Bring you. We'll go tarp shop. Let together. me know. Hit me up. Yeah, hit me with some tarp sizes. Yeah, yeah. What color tarp you want to do? Like and blue. Oh, no, I don't want anyone to know. It's maybe camouflage because I don't want anyone to see the tarp. <laughs> right. <laughs> A classy yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna represent Rachel in this and say no effing way. Fine. Are the two of you hanging a tarp for Ginger's garage door? And you weight the bottom of the tarp. That way, when you drive out your car, the tarp will just slide over the car, do do do, and then close automatically. What about uh, a tarp? But like one of those, like a screen door tarp, like you'd see in someone's back door. Remember, it was like an oh the magic tarp screen with the mat with oh, the, the magnets. So I can just drive right through it and it closes I like it. behind me. No, we're not magic screening your garage door or tarping it. Mm-hmm. None of that. I think that might work. No, you guys are going to get a sweet new door. They do make uh, big screens for your garage doors. Yeah, they do. Right? Because people use their garage yep. patios, and then you can have a whole screen that comes down. Ooh, look at Sam's garage door. Wow, that's a lot of windows. That's a beaut. That door opens sideways. That's so cool. It that's opens so from the middle and uh, goes horizontal. Well, that's I, like a shop door. Yeah, that's a good-looking shop door. You got a shop, right? Well, I mean, I got some tools in there. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Someone's talking. I'll get rid of the cedar one. That's what ours is—the is cedar door. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it starts to sag. It looks like it's frowning. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. The thing, the garage door frown. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. not good. Yeah, you got old crap wood door. Here, Brad's hanging on. Uh, good morning, Brad. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, you got some info for Ginger? here? Yeah, uh, I replaced my garage door last year. Yep. And it, it was twenty one hundred dollars, and that was for an insulated door with windows. Whoa. And. Uh, but I was I was going to give my garage door away to whoever wanted it, but apparently the, there's a market out there for people looking for old garage doors for farms and stuff like that. So I sold mine for three hundred fifty bucks. Hey! Oh, there you go. That's, That's great. So that helps out at least with the initial cost. Yeah, yeah. And you had it fully installed, like you didn't just buy it and put it in yourself. No, I, that was installed. Twenty one hundred bucks. Wow! You can plug the company. Yeah, Barkle Doors. Oh, it is Barkle. company to deal with. All right, perfect. Yeah, a lot of people are uh, throwing down Barkle. Yeah, that's really neat. Awesome, yeah. cool. Thanks, Brad. Uh, you, you wanna, if you're going to have issues with your door, you want to have a reputable company you can go back on. Oh, yeah, that's true. Damn right. Yeah, Barkle will do a good job and then fix it if they don't. They yeah. do a good job and the warranty's great. There what you a, go. What about Gary's Garages? I'm sorry? What about like old Gary's Garage Door installations? Never heard of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, go with bar call. Crash. Bar call. That's Jeez. where you go. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Thanks, Brad. There's overhead door as well. I mean, there's a lot of good companies out there. Right. Yeah, awesome. we'll, we'll look into it, Brad. You got it. Okay. Cool. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah. So there you go. Lots of uh, lots of options for you, Ginge. Uh, I thought it would have been a little more expensive. Ginge, I'm kind of with Mars. Get a new door. Get a new door, uh, buddy. Especially if you have an old wooden oh, door. I'm going to send some pictures to Rachel. You guys love a new door in no time. Let me street view your house. Let me see what this looks like. Oh, no. He just needs a new door. Pull up your address. I think this is a great day. Put I a don't... picture of your door. <laughs> no, don't. On the... door. You don't need to put your address on there. I just want to just crop your door. I want to see your door. See if I can find a recent photo of my door. Man, like... Well, if, oh. you're, uh, if your door's original to the home, it'll definitely be on street view. Yeah, oh, I don't love street view of our home. Oh, really? Yeah. It was pre-us. Is this still pre-you? Yeah. Seven years ago? Yeah, yeah, I think the street view of our house is seven years old, too. No, no, because your car by. is not there anymore. Oh, did they change it? Yeah, it's been yeah. updated. Hmm. Mm. How often does Google come by? Yeah, I don't know. Google, I thought every couple of years. Google no? barely up, updates the satellite map. I don't oh, understand I think, that. I feel like satellite map gets updated every couple of years. Take a look at the city of Edmonton. Mm. I'm on there constantly. Are oh. you? Yeah. 
Stan, it, Stan Tech's like six stories high. Oh, the yeah, Hyundai hasn't been built yet? <laughs> I, think they, I think they got the Hyundai, or most of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the holdup of that is. Oh. Yeah. It's up there taking pictures all the time. Right? Exactly. Just update your Give website. Access. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. Hmm. Well, that's exciting. Ginger's getting a new garage door. Oh, this is good. This yeah, is good. This is good. A garage door is exciting because it is literally a major statement on your house. Mm-hmm. But you can't. Is your house uh, old looking? Oh, or yeah. can you put a, a sweet modern door on it? No, she's a. Uh, She's got some years. So you on need her. classic. Uh, you need a classic door with like old fan windows. I'm on Barkle's website, and they've got a lot of nice stuff. But will it match Ginger's yep. house? The thermal craft will. The carriage craft will. Oh, carriage craft. That sounds very yeah. gingy. Even the elite would. Whoa. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. It's not a frown. It's yeah. not a smile. It's yeah, the not, it's, not a frown, it's a smile. You can see. Let me see this. Here. Okay, this is your house. Yeah. Are Let me your see your children? house. Well, this is old. I just... This is on Google. Well, then, no, this is my... Oh, I'm like, why are your children on Google? <laughs> I just searched garage door on, on my Google photos. Oh, that's, an, uh, that's a heavy wooden door. Yeah, you can see see that. See it sagging? Yeah. Oh, see that sag? It's like yeah. your parents' garage door. My parents' garage door. Oh, Ginge, you need a new door. Oh, man. Fine, I'll get a new door. Yeah, but look at this door that I picked out. Wouldn't that look nice? Oh, that would look nice. That would nice look really sharp. nice. Look at that. Insulated. Yeah. I don't mind my door. Ginge, if we play it right... You could just do like a bar call endorsement. Oh, and then oh, you gotta sling a garage just get doors. a yeah, sling a garage door and you get a sweet discount. This text here says, "Why stop there? Get yeah. a garage heater as well. Heat <gasps> that garage." Oh well, yeah. Why wouldn't you have yeah. a heated garage? I mean, once I get that new door, I'm gonna want to keep things toasty. Damn garage right. Garage yeah. makeover. This is exciting. Oh, this is makeover, great. Makeover. Yeah, oh, you guys are gonna be makeover. hearing Ginge endorsing makeover. garage doors and garage heaters. Yeah. Oh, and then you gotta paint the garage floor with those flex and make it yeah. look really sharp, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess now I'm in for a dime. Is your garage floor cracked? In for a Oh yeah. Oh, so we got to bust all that out. So now we need, now you got a hot concrete. Yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. Gonna need a nice car to park in there. <laughs> this is gonna cost you $100,000, buddy. <laughs> the car's probably gonna be electric. Now yeah. you need an electrician to yeah. put in a, a, an EV charger. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> I like where this went. I like where it went too. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you and your new garage. It's great news, Ginge. I oh, like it. Oh, man. Gold. See, something bad turned into something great this morning. I agree. Good for you, buddy. Life thousands and thousands of dollars. You guys turned into a $100,000 bottle of lemonade. That's right. <laughs> Call your mortgage broker. Get a $100,000 loan and you're good to go. Yeah, just tell them your big plans. You'll be That's totally right. fine. Yeah. It's a good Friday. There you go. I Love like it. makeover Fridays. Oh, now I'm down again. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, do some news yeah. here. Uh, it is 6.15 and what do we got for the weekend? Look at this damn weather, Beautiful. Eh? It's going to be really nice. 22 today. Lots of sunshine. 22 tomorrow. 19 on Sunday. I'm seeing a lot of sunshine kind of across the board. Yeah. 21 Monday. Even late next week, we're still in the 20s. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Incredible. That Beauty. Wild. That's like uh, heading into October there. Right now, sitting at a chilly two. There you go. Uh, Haley is away today. She's, uh, what is she doing? She's doing some like booze run. In Banff? Excuse me? She's doing a oh, booze run. Yeah, she's doing like a 5K. Oh, it's well, a boozy 5K? It's a boozy 5K, I think it's a boozy though. 5K in, in, I think it's in Canmore. In Canmore, yeah, where you can like walk or run or bike, but I think you get drunk along the way. So she's gone, going yeah. to, she's going to go do that today. And if she ain't getting drunk along the way, she's getting trashed at the end. No, <laughs> she told me she was getting, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. She'll just be drunk through the whole Don't thing. worry. It's Haley. It's Haley. <laughs> yeah, she'll go through the uh, finish line on stretcher. <laughs> That's right. So Haley's not with us today. She'll be back on Monday. We do have that $1,000 conversation coming up for you this morning at 8 a.m. Yes. So that's going to be awesome. Great way to end off the week. Mm-hmm. Let's get to some news on this Friday, September the 24th. 
So when the Edmonton Oilers took to the ice at Rogers Place on Thursday for the first official team skate, there was one player who was absent. We touched on this yesterday. It was, of course, Oilers forward Josh Archibald. Now, he made headlines on Wednesday when it was revealed that he is unvaccinated against COVID-19. Well, Dave Tippett making an update to that yesterday, saying, quote, Archibald will be out until he can get up to speed. <sighs> oh, that's powerful. So he's, they're just not going to play him. Yeah. Well, you don't want to chance anything, right? Yeah. He said, quote, uh, when he was asked about Archibald's status, uh, Oilers head coach Dave Tippett said the forward, quote, just came out of a 14-day quarantine, no skating, no nothing. So until he can get up to speed where the rest of the group is, he will not be with the main group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that. So until he gets vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm guessing up to speed. I'm guessing. That, that means get vaccinated. Heavy lifting here. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. yeah, so I, I guess it's uh, up to him. Archibald is the only member of the Edmonton Oilers who has not received a COVID 19 vaccine. Hmm. That's wild, eh? The amount of cash that you're giving up. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder how vaccinated they, they'd want him. Like, uh, like a one shot or two shot. Yeah. Cause even we know, like, it's six weeks between, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then two weeks after that second right. shot before you're fully immunized. I would imagine probably after one shot, like you wait your 14 days or whatever, you can play. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. When Connor McDavid was asked, he gave a somewhat diplomatic response, and rightly so. He said, quote, the vaccine has become such a political thing. It's something a lot more than just a vaccine at this point. Obviously, we want to do our best to protect one another, but ultimately, it's everyone's choice to take it or not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, and yeah. There's, then there's the consequences to not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's the consequences to not, and they're a business. Exactly. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, they asked Mike Smith. I don't know why the reporters would ask Mike Smith about it. Mm. To which he responded, "Quote: This is way above my pay grade." <laughs> <laughs> That's the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I would never comment no. on that. No. Oh, gosh, no. If, like, reporters came to us and they're like, why is Rach not vaccinated? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, Which, by the way, to me. she is. Oh, yeah, she's full vax. But the yeah. same deal. I would never say no. anything. If they're like, what is the vaccination status of everyone who works at Now Radio? I'd be like, oh, I don't no, know. No. Um, There's people making a lot more money that can answer that question. Yeah. yeah right? Here's their business card and their uh, number. <laughs> yeah, like, go talk to Jim Patterson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. He also went on to say, quote, I'm not going to talk about vaccinations or COVID. I want to talk hockey. There's doctors and scientists that are way more knowledgeable about it than I am. Mm -hmm. Well handled, Mikey. Yeah. yeah. And he's right. We were just talking about Ginger's garage door and how he should get one insulated or even heat up that garage, buddy. <sighs> Gotta yeah. heat it, man. I love a heated garage. But if you're going to spend the money now, uh, it is apparently going to be a very expensive winter for everyone. Oh, I hate a heated garage. <laughs> <laughs> And here's why. North American natural gas prices are now soaring to heights that we haven't seen in years. And they're now warning that Canadians can expect to pay significantly more to heat their homes this winter. Uh oh, hmm. uh, that's not good. Just natural gas or propane too? Natural gas. Well, right now, natural gas. They say natural gas prices in Canada and the States have not even hit the record levels being experienced right now in Europe and the UK. So we're a few months behind them, which means we'll be hit with the highest prices yeah. during the coldest months. Oh, no. And Mars's Farmer's Almanac said it's going to be bitterly cold in January. Yeah. End of December, beginning of uh, end January. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. What's That's the, not good. What's the deal? Are we, are we low on natural gas? Yeah, apparently. 
Increased economic activity, the loosening of COVID-19 restrictions around the globe, and the phase-out of coal are all helping to drive increased demand for natural gas. How are we uh, low on it? We didn't use it all summer. I know. Apparently, supply shortages are massive. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's not good. No. So, is everyone going to go back to, like, wood-burning or what? You got a wood-burning fireplace in your house? No. Well, we do. I don't use it. Oh. Well, maybe it's the year to get uh, get burning. No, then he's got to get somebody in to make sure it's safe if he hasn't used it. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in that chimney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually I hear, hear a lot of scratching and squeaking. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Apparently, Canadian natural gas storage levels are at a five-year low as well. Oh, we got a gas one, too, but I don't think that's going to save me any money. No, it no. won't save you any money. <laughs> no. no. And plug in some baseboards. <laughs> <laughs> and some more bad news for you guys this morning. The auto industry may have another shortage on the horizon. Well, it's not nearly as bad as the global semiconductor chip shortage which wreaked havoc on the sector. Mm-hmm. There's also now growing concern that shopping for certain types of tires this winter is going to be tough. They say if you're thinking of getting a new set of tires for the winter, yeah. do it now. Apparently, we're going into a tire shortage. Why do we have a sh- tire shortage? Is this all that supply issue? That stupid ship. No, that was all All the tires were on there Actually, too? Actually, speaking yeah. of the ship. That ship. <laughs> Uh, that ship made it through or whatever, and things are slowly moving off there. What was the name of that ship that got stuck? The Ever Given. The yeah. Ever Given, yeah. Ever Given. Um, did you see how many other ships are just floating in the ocean right now with um, cargo? No. They said there's going to be mad Christmas gift shortages, too. Oh, yeah. because, I saw the toy shortage. Yeah, the toy shortage, because yeah. all those toys are just sitting on cargo ships floating in the ocean right now, because there's such a, a mad backlog I think in uh, the states or wherever the the port is. Yeah, and yeah, they're just floating out there. We need more ports, man. Yeah, so maybe the tires are on there on yeah. the uh, cargo ships too. Could very well be. Ugh. So if you're gonna get with some winter tires, guys, you might have a hard time finding the ones that you want. Mm-hmm. Is this because no one bought new cars because there was no new cars, so everyone had to keep their old cars and then had to buy new tires? And we're like, oh god, we gotta change the tires. And maybe. Now we've run fresh out of tires. They say the global shipping container shortage. Pandemic disruptions with the rubber sector mm. and a rising demand from China, which, by the way, China is one of the biggest consumers of rubber in the world, are all influencing supply right now. Huh. Makes sense. They got a couple couple people. A couple over there. people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how do you get around it? The best advice if you're in the market for tires, yeah. shop early and be flexible. Or be like uh, what we all were way back in the day. Uh, Gingerbread just talked about this the other day. Ride your tires till the cords are hanging out. Yeah. Don't do that. You also, have you seen the price of winter tires? No. They're not pricey as it is. Yeah, that's true. You're going to throw a pandemic pricing on top of surcharge? Yeah. Uh, no. There's still some up. grip on there. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, until the wires are sticking out, pff, you're fine. Oh, that really sucks. Throw and some there, weight in your vehicle. A lot of people are saying to check your, um, check your furnaces. Like clean it up? No, someone said their furnace was dead last week when they went to, because they haven't had it on for months. Oh, so you don't get the surprise when yeah. you get a cold blast. It says, yeah, now awesome. I have a new furnace and a garage heater being installed. Bye-bye, $7,100. Oh, my God. Yikes. Oh, a new furnace is a bill. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good chunk of change. <laughs> this text here says, my cords are hanging. Yeah. Oh, no. You're still good for another two years. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> be, be safe. Watch yourself. Be careful. Yeah, fill your tires with that uh, leak seal stuff. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that green fluid. Yeah. Or is it nitrogen? I think that's. I think that makes a big difference. <laughs> I think you can run. I think you can run them flat. On run flat. Yeah. <laughs> get uh, get tires now.
yeah. before they're all gone. For those of you who are fans of Sammy Hagar, he's making the news, and this is actually really interesting. The legendary red rocker Sammy Hagar recently went into fascinating detail about his alien abduction. Oh, boy. Which he swears happened at around 60 years ago. Now, here's the thing, is that I read the Sammy Hagar story about him being abducted by aliens, and it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. When I was Googling around, do you know how many musicians say that they've either been abducted or have seen aliens? I picture a lot of them, too. Like, the list is shockingly large. Yeah. Now, Sammy Hagar, who is promoting his upcoming residency at the Strat in Las Vegas, called Sammy Hagar and Friends, uh, did a big interview, and he basically said that he was abducted by aliens about 60 years ago. That sounds about right. That'd be... uh prime drug time for him. No, he's only 73, so he would have been 13. Oh, I thought he was like 80-something. No, he's 73. Oh. oh. So he basically said he was a kid. Oh, okay. All right. That's a little different. He said there was no remote controls when he was a kid, no satellites, no computers. But he said that he sensed that aliens were tapping into him. He says 4 o'clock in the morning, pitch black. Yeah. Dead sleep. I felt like I was being programmed, like someone's tapping into me. Like it was a string from my head to 13 miles up on a mountain, a place called Lau Creek. Oh. Who would have thought he would have turned into this? (laughs) Yeah, he said that uh, it's fascinating. It's really long. His whole... Tell him, Sammy. There you go. Hmm. So yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah. See, I would assume this would have been, yeah, like uh, post that rock and roll lifestyle where he could afford all those wild drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's 73 and he said this happened about 60 years ago. So he would have been about 13. Hmm. So he was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're wondering, well, maybe it is just Sammy Hagar. There's actually a lot of musicians. Uh, Neil Young famously says that he was abducted by aliens. Well, yeah, I can see that. Neil Young is on my list. Let's go through the list that I've got right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, Jimi Hendrix. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I'm sure he's seen a lot of stuff. Jimi Hendrix in 1970 was playing a gig in Maui next to a live volcano when he said that he spotted a number of flying saucers overhead. I bet he did. Wow. <laughs> in the 70s? <laughs> yeah, next to a volcano. Yeah. Stevie Nicks, she oh, yeah. said that she's also seen white floating objects that were UFOs. I can see that as well. Prodigy. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I th- there's a theme here. Yeah. Prodigy also claims that he has had encounters with UFOs. Matt Bellamy from um, Muse. Yeah. yeah. Matt Bellamy also says that, uh, well, he's got a lot to say, actually, Matt Bellamy. Yeah. He believes in reptilian overlords. Nine one one is a 9-11 was an inside job. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he also says that he has seen aliens and possibly had a connection with them. Hmm. I didn't realize uh, aliens were targeting our rockers like this. I didn't think so either. Because Kendrick Lamar is next on my list. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he also said uh, that he um, was preordained by our alien overlords by the young age of six. See, the only time that I would think that this would be a concern, like all these guys, I'm sure drugs in some capacity has played all a part. kids. Well, no, but like Hendrix in the 70s, he's mm-hmm. one of the kid. Oh, yeah. Hendrix was like... <laughs> we know what was happening We know there. what was happening yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, That was awesome. Ma- and Bellamy there? That's uh, not Matt, as a kid. Well, Matt Bellamy seems to have a lot of opinions about a exactly, lot of things. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But like if Michael Buble came out right now and he's like, 
I was abducted by aliens. Yeah. Like, that's a concern. Yeah. Because I don't picture Buble to be dabbling in some hard stuff. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because he knows what will happen if he comes out with the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's not brave like Bellamy. Mm-hmm. Next on my list, Morrissey. Apparently, mm. Morrissey also says that he witnessed some planetary travel back in 1980. Mm-hmm. I didn't know all this because typically I don't think aliens are grabbing our best and brightest, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Usually someone who spends a little time on a UFO, yeah. it's not the most uh, believable fella. You're right. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Lennon, apparently, in, uh, he said he was laying uh, sober in his bed in 1974. Oh, yeah, right. And he was naked when he had the urge to walk out onto his terrace of his home in New York. Was Lennon ever sober? He said he was sober. Outside, Lennon said he saw some ordinary electric light bulbs flashing on and off around the bottom and a non-blinking red light on top. And he said it was a UFO. Mm. Is there anyone in your <laughs> life you would believe if they told you they had been abducted? Like in my family? <sighs> anyone you know in your whole life? Like what if Mars came home one day? She's like, I got a story for you. Uh, no, I would definitely you not believe, believe me? that. No. So you no. believe? There's no one you'd believe? Uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, I'm just quickly going through all the people I know. Uh, there's no one I know that uh, if they told me that story, I would believe them. I'd believe you guys. What? Yeah, I, you, you guys are my comrades. I'd believe you. Like if Gingy told, if Gingy was like, I, I can't come into work this morning. I, yeah. I was abducted, abducted by, by aliens yeah, last sorry. night. I'd, I'd believe from a UFO. Yeah, I would think you've cracked. Yeah, I would. I'd be like Gingy, just get some rest, buddy. We'll see you. We'll see you later. No, yeah, this yeah. is not a we'll see ya. This is it was good working with you. I think you believe. Like I'd believe that you believed it, but I don't think that's what happened. You know I what see, I mean? Yeah, I do. I see. You tell me that story. Like, well, she, she believes it, but. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, whoa, you're crazy. And the last one on my list, David Bowie. Now, oh, why yeah. wouldn't Bowie see an of alien? Of course. Yeah, extraterrestrials were certainly a reoccurring theme in David Bowie's illustrious albums and mm-hmm. music. In fact, some of his lyrics often read like an open letter to UFO fan clubs. Mm. But he says that, yeah, he's seen many UFOs in his time. Uh-huh. I bet he did. Sandy makes a good point. She says, maybe that's what makes all these great rockers. They were abducted by aliens, given powers. They were given the touch. The rock power? Because there is that theory when it comes to aliens about how we made these incredible technological advancements. Yeah, yeah. uh, That we stole some of their tech in like the 50s. Yeah. And that's how we got to the friggin' moon all of a sudden. Huh. And so maybe they bestowed uh, some fast fingers on some of these guitar gods. Maybe. Oh. Well, maybe I... Maybe I want a little injection of alien. (laughs) Yeah, right? Make me really good at something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I pick? Or it's just luck of the draw. You get what you get. Uh, you don't is get it, upset. Is it mainly going to be like a rock? That's like a rock to, group. Maybe I'll play drums. That seems to be the vibe. Seems to be some uh, some cool vocals. Like well, Kendrick Lamar's in there. I'll wake up with a drumstick somewhere and be like, I wonder if I can play drums. Maybe <laughs> this text here says I saw UFO when I was five years old in 1978. East of the city, we were camping, mm-hmm. and I love David Bowie. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> nice. They're only five. Seventies. The <laughs> They're only five years old. Yeah, who knows what else is going on on yeah. going on in that house? Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. The music does take you to a certain place too, if you're listening to it. Yeah, it can raise you higher, right? Yeah, it can. Not mm-hmm. when you're five, though. Uh, who knows? Five years old, you <laughs> baby. <laughs> you also don't know a lot of things are when you're five. Like that could have been. I could tell a five-year-old that a plane flying overhead at nighttime is a UFO. That's a good point. What are they going to do? And yeah, then, that's a good and point. And then when they're in their 50s, they're like, tell us a UFO, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of traveling to far-off places, uh, people are sharing the most disappointing, overhyped tourist traps around the world. And apparently, these are absolutely brutal. They're giant tourist traps. 
And I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Shoot us a text if you like as well at 56789. Uh, what is a really famous place that you've seen? And uh, it ended up being the absolute crops. I've heard so many people uh, complain about the Colosseum. Like the oh, in, in Rome? Rome? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like the size of it's not quite the size what they of thought. it. Yeah, the the crowds oh. there are terrible. Like I personally would like to go see it, but yeah, everyone just kind of poo poos it. They're like, I would yeah, love to go is, see it. It is what it is. I think some of these are going to surprise you, but I'll let's get to the list here. Uh, number one, the Grand Canyon Skywalk in Nevada. Yeah, uh, lame. You guys see, did it? We did. Yeah, it. wasn't cool. No, like it was. Is it a tour? Well, yeah, oh, it yeah, is a it's tourist a major trap. Tourist trap. You're right. It's a tourist trap. Yeah. They pay you twenty bucks to, or you have to pay twenty bucks U.S. to park. Yeah. in the desert, and then. Um, or if you take a bus or whatever. And then yeah, thirty dollars I think for the bus. It's just so far, and like it took me off the strip. I could have been making so much money. This is interesting <laughs> though. They say you can't take pictures anymore. Where? On the Grand Canyon. You're not allowed to take pictures or bring a camera onto the bridge. Uh, Was that a rule when we went? No, I took a bunch of pictures because you put on the little uh, fabric booties. And then you walk yeah. on the glass. Okay, not anymore. You don't walk on the glass? No, you do walk on the glass, but you are not allowed to take a photo. They sell them to you when you're done. Oh, that's even worse. That's even worse. So they've changed since we've been there. Oh. Is this tainted skywalks for you? Does this deter you from the Columbia Icefields one in Jasper? No, I want to no, do that I want to do that one. I want to check that one out. I think that'd be really neat. You didn't like the Grand Canyon one, but you think this one will be... Yeah. Well, because of the mountains, I picture it to be very majestic. Realistically, the Grand Canyon, pretty lame looking. But she's deep. Yeah, I think where we saw it, I'll bet you if we did a different tour. That's the main spot. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> All right, then that's that why it's number literally one. the main spot. The only way to see it any better would be in a helicopter. Yeah. But those have terrible crash uh, rates. Yeah, that must be number. That's why it's number one. Then that's Skywalk. Not anyways. Yeah, yeah. Number two, Machu Picchu in Peru. Mm, no people, good. People say it's no good. Huh. They say it's amazing that the Inca people built it. Yeah. But apparently the way that it's managed sucks. Oh, that kind of kills it. Marika went to see that. We should ask her about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, my mom had gone too. Oh, did oh. she? And did she like, like it? Yeah, she was really impressed. But it's like a hassle to do it. Yeah, apparently it just sucks. Like it's just a lot of walking. It's just lines. Yeah, yeah. Lines of thousands of yeah, people. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, that's why people say it sucks. Yeah, as soon as you get mad lines, it just kind of kills it. Another one I would like to go see. This one was a little disappointing. The Great Wall of China. No good? Yeah. No good. Probably too many people. Yeah. Because any photo that I've seen or like video on it, it's just been hordes of people up there. It's not that great. It's like the good wall of China. Yeah. Yeah. It's the okay wall. Yeah, it's of China. okay. You're right. It's the people. There's a lot of, yeah. a lot of tourists. Yeah. Because like we uh, in Mexico, there was uh, some place that we were going to go to and we started, uh, we parked the car, got tickets. And we started walking. There were so many freaking people there. Yeah. We didn't end up going. Yeah, you're right. They're probably down the walkway. Yeah. Uh, we're like thousands of people. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Gosh, here's another one that you and I did. Um, Harajuku. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's worth it. I really enjoyed Harajuku. I thought that was really cool. It is jam-packed with people, but I think that's the point of it. You got to see it once. The, like the, to Tokyo is amazing yeah, yeah. when we were there. We didn't even get to see most of what we wanted to see because mm -hmm. we didn't have enough time. But yeah, Harajuku. You, you know there's going to be a, a boatload yeah. of people, but you can make your way through it. Yeah. Uh, next on my list, Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Mm, that'd be a fun one. I would love to do it. People say it's a tourist trap. Yeah, yeah. Plymouth Rock in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. The UFO crash site in Roswell, New Mexico. Mm -hmm. 
and I've never done this. I think you did though, Crash. Hollywood Boulevard yeah. in California. Yeah, I drove through there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, they say it sucks. It's yeah. Oh, and for my Hawaii fans, mm-hmm. Waikiki Beach. Oh. Is apparently horrible. Is it because of the amount of people? Yeah, they say it's a crowded concrete beach. Waikiki Beach. Like, I mean, it looks amazing, but... Yeah, this list is really long. Like, really long. Oh, that's a gorgeous it's beach. It's gorgeous, but, but Oh, my God. They look say at, there's way nicer ones. Look Let's at the see. amount of people. Oh, come on. I know it takes a while. Oh, come on. Can, Can you scroll? Down? Yeah. Now, look at oh, all the Oh, yeah, that's there. a lot. A lot of resorts down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mount Rushmore is on this list. Mm -hmm. The Pyramids of Giza in Egypt. That'd be nice. I'd like to see some pyramids. And the Sydney Opera House in Sydney, Australia. Apparently, all of these suck crap. Yeah. Oh, my God. Someone says, if you didn't like the Grand Canyon Walk, you'll be sorely disappointed with the Jasper Bank one. No, I'll bet you it's beautiful. No. Really? I did not like the Grand Canyon Walk. I thought the Grand Canyon was really cool. It was neat, yeah. yeah. There were a lot of people there, though. There was a lot of people there. And the f- but the fact that you can't take pictures now and they want to charge you, that's lame. Yeah, so I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Shoot us a text, 56789. Mm-hmm. Where have you been that was a total letdown? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, we just went through this list of overhyped tourist traps. And if you've been to one, and if you want to share your story, we'd love to hear from you. Then they're from all around the world. Mm-hmm. All over the place. All it over could be the place. Local or it could be global. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Ginger, did you take the family to any uh, big big tourist attractions? Oh, you don't have Oh, yeah, the microphone and everything's broken in there. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> Nothing works in there? Oh. Well, this one on my list then actually might surprise you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney World Orlando made the list as the most over-hyped yeah. tourist trap. Yeah, we, we did it. We had to do it. I've yeah, never we been did to d- Disney World, Disneyland. Yeah, apparently Disney World Orlando sucks. It was okay. If you got kids, okay. I'm sure it's a blast. I would like to compare it to Disneyland. Yeah. Because maybe Disneyland is like way more fun. I don't, I don't know. know. Isn't it the same thing? No, I think they're totally different. One's is one way bigger and better. Yeah. Oh, because I saw the gates of Disneyland. I know you did. And we went to Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you ever take the kids to Disneyland, Disney World? They haven't been either. Have you? I went to Disneyland as a child. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was uh, it's a magical wonderland. Yeah. yeah, I've heard Disney World is even more fantastic. Oh, see, my list says it's the other way around. Because Disney World's got like four other theme parks going on there. They do. Yeah, yeah. Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah, Disneyland. You got to like Universal somewhere else. It's got that California Adventure. Uh, huh? But oh, it's not okay. Like, there's like there's like a water park at Disney World. There's like the safari. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we did that on. too. Yeah, we did all that. We did every park there. The safari yeah. was kind of fun. Yeah, the safari was. Yeah, fun. that was good. Or uh, Universal was great. Well, why is Disney World on this list then as one of the most overhyped, crappy tourist Maybe traps? Disney World itself blows, but everything else around, around it creates it more hype. Sounds like you guys like the other stuff better. Yeah, oh, I totally do. I, I like the really... Princess Brunch. What's that? You didn't do the Princess Brunch? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> is that Mars waking up in a Super 8 in the morning? That's my everyday thing. <laughs> I'm like, here's your continental breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a Super yeah, 8, that's, too. That's the Princess Brunch yeah. that we did. <laughs> We didn't have a lot of money, Jim. <laughs> Wake up with a lot of regret and a, yeah. a stinky old coffee and bagel. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Uh, 780-489-4669 yeah. if you want to chime in on this. Uh, the tourist attraction that you hit up, it had a lot of hype, and you realized, man, it's a stinker. Yeah. It blows. Uh, so we'll go with, um, I got Sharice hanging on sure. here. Hey, Sharice. Hey, how you doing? Hey, morning. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, did you uh, hit up a big tourist attraction and you were massively let down? Yeah, Mount Rushmore. Oh, Mount Rushmore is on my list. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was cool that was on the list. Uh, we did a bike trip a couple years back down to Deadwood in South Dakota. Okay. So we hit Mount Rushmore yeah. along the way. And, you know, but they hype it up to be this huge thing. But you could actually barely see it if you didn't have binoculars or whatever. Yeah, what? I heard it's super yeah. small. You don't like, go right up to it? No, and, like, yeah. I think the face No, you can't. Yeah, the faces that are carved into the mountain, too, like, they might be big, but, like, from where your vantage point is, is they look like little postage no, stamps. really? Yeah. Oh, what a letdown. Yeah, Mark's yeah. 100% right. <laughs> yeah, I thought you yeah. got to pull up, like, fairly close and see them and see the, the caliber, like, how yeah. big they are. You're right, though, Sharice, because I remember being a kid and, like, for whatever reason, Mount Rushmore was hyped up to be this, like, like crazy. crazy American monument. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And damn. then you get there and you're like, oh. All right, well, let me scratch that <laughs> off my list. <laughs> exactly. Okay, thanks, Cherise. Thanks, Cherise. Thanks, guys. Okay, Love take the care. show. Oh, thank oh, you. Have a great you. weekend. You too. Bye-bye. I had no idea. She's not the only one. Lots of people are texting in. I thought it would have been a pretty cool spot. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Nope. Cherise says it sucks. <laughs> it is done. Someone said Yellowstone Park. You drive forever just to see a bunch of smoldering pots. Yeah, I've watched some videos on that. I feel like just watching the videos, it's good enough. No? Yeah, I don't know. It's on my list. A lot of walking for a little steam. It's on my list. I guess it's big steam, but... I did Yellowstone as a kid. You did? Oh. They got Old Faithful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That geyser that goes like twice on the hour. Yeah. It was incredible. It was? Changed your mind. Hmm. Hmm. As an adult, do you think it would be cool? It's water shooting out of the ground. Well, I know you that can't it. see that anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I can put a pump in a fountain and yeah. blast it out of there. <laughs> Apparently, too, the what's the big one called there, Ginge? The old, the old faithful. Old faithful. Apparently, it's not the best one. There's better. Yeah, there's better than old faithful. Ginge, you haven't lived. I got it. Might go back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, let's do um, Tiffany. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, a big tourist attraction that you uh, you kind of realize is a little bit of a tourist trap. The Eiffel Tower. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There's just a lot of people panhandling and stuff, so it's just like. Oh, that's a good. And then point. there's like a. Uh, a lot of money that like to go up to the top and stuff, and there's just like a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. I've gone twice. <laughs> You're like maybe it's different the second time. <laughs> well, it was under construction the first time, so I was like, okay, I'll go the second time just to see if it's even better. It yeah. wasn't. It, it's one of those but, places, though. When you're in Paris, you gotta see, right? Exactly. Like it. It was a thing to see. But, like, the, like, Versailles was a lot better. Or um, you guys were talking about liking and wanting to go on, like, the sky bridges. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a sky bridge in Golden, B.C. that has just opened not too long ago. Oh. Um, and it is beautiful. Cool. Um, there's also going to be a... It wasn't ready when I went there, but it, this is part going to be probably, like, a tourist trap in the sense that it's going to be a lot of money. But they're going to have, like, a 
swing that goes down into the canyon. Oh, that's really oh, neat. Nice. Bars, yeah. look at the, it's uh, called the Golden Sky Bridge. Look at it. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Oh, that's it really cool. Oh, so gorgeous. I don't know if you could I, walk on that, Mars. Uh, I'd do it. Would you be terrified? Yeah, yeah, but I would do it. Yeah, it's beautiful. And then um, you guys are talking about the Coliseum. I've been. It's really nice and impressive. But if you're a history buff, it would be a lot better. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, it's, you gotta really a, appreciate the history of it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's something like that. Yeah. You know. Huh. Interesting. You need to love history. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks for that, Tiffany. Yeah, that's really cool. Thanks, oh, Tiff. No problem. Okay, have a great no day. Have a wonderful day. You too. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. There's a couple of uh, unpopular opinions on the app. Uh, well, yeah, of course. Some people have great experiences. Some people don't. Let me know what you guys think about this one. Uh, yeah. The hoodoos in Drumheller. I think they're really neat. Someone texted and said they're way too small. Hoodoos are cool. I like hoodoos. I mean, if I had traveled like from another country to come see them, well, yeah, I would be furious. <laughs> I, I came from Manitoba, so I'm like, hoodoos? Yeah, wow! like okay. Yeah, they say it might be an unpopular opinion, but they think that the hoodoos are a little lame. Yeah, yeah. Although they, there's a lot of them, and they just look incredible. I think that would be shocking for anyone coming to our country, no? Yeah, you don't see that anywhere else. Right? Well... Yeah, where, where else do you get hoodoos? I think you get hoodoos all over the world. No, I think this is exclusive. Not that mm. sheer number of hoodoos. Yeah, I think you do. Who yeah. do you think you are for talking like that? I know. Oh, I, I said it was un- I said it was unpopular. Here's another unpopular opinion: Legoland. Uh, like well, at the mall. Someone said in California, <laughs> oh, it's gotcha. so boring and it sucks. Plus well, Lego. We yeah. walked through there, didn't we? We did. We did. In the water, they had a big Lego. Uh, it wasn't open yet. Snake or something. It was that was outside of the construction. I don't think so. Oh, maybe mm-hmm. it was just a giant Lego. It store. It was just a store. Yeah. Oh. It's just a, like a smaller amusement park, right? Just like Lego themed. I think so. Mm. Uh, Mona Lisa in the Louvre. Yeah, we did that. I didn't that think was, that that sucked. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a complete letdown. It was shocking that it's very small. I can't believe how small it is. Yeah, everyone I've talked to that's been was like, oh, I thought it'd be. Bigger. Big. Well, you think like it's a museum, it's the Mona Lisa, you think portrait, it's an 8 yeah, by 10 it's an and, you're, by ten. <laughs> and you're ways away, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's between like like thick ass, like bulletproof glass or mm-hmm. whatever. So if you do take pictures, like there's always like a glare and stuff. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It was neat to see. I could say I've seen the Mona Lisa, but she is tiny. Would you go back? No. I don't need to. You've seen better paintings? I've uh, yeah. yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an exquisite taste <laughs> <Right>. in artwork. <laughs> uh, one more on this. Uh, Melanie's hanging on. Hey, Melanie. Hey. Hey. How are you guys? Hi. Doing we're fantastic. Uh, which big good. tourist attraction did you hit up? Uh, well, we were in China. I lived in Korea for four years. Oh, cool. Teaching English. Yep. Yeah, teaching English over there. And so during one of our breaks, we all decided to go to China. And we hit up like um, a nightclub. Yeah. And then the next day we had like a tour bus booked to go to the, <laughs> the uh, Great Wall of China. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we were in Beijing going at this nightclub, which was super, super fun. Except, of course, we drank way, way too much. <laughs> we go to the Great Wall. Oh, no. Oh. oh, no. Were you guys really hurt in the next day? Well, I was super, super hungover, and I ended up actually throwing up on the Great Wall. Of China. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you threw up on the Great Wall of China. Oh, <laughs> oh no. The but right the on the edge, yeah. Huge, right? Like the they're like six feet. Like, yeah. Well, 
concrete, right? And oh, yeah, like, yeah. Two and a half feet wide, pretty much. When you and were so roughing. I, I tried the best I could to throw up over the edge. It just didn't get over the edge. Oh. No, because it's tall. And it, majority of the time, it's Dude, busy. When oh, you were roughing, was it busy? Oh, yeah. Like, and oh. it was so steep. Like, so steep, right? So you're walking up, like, yeah, like, it's, I don't know, like, the amount of inclination it is, but. Yeah, yeah. And you just, you were not in a state to be walking. Oh, and it was so hot. (laughs) 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 And I'm like just dying. And then I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, I can't hold it in. I'm sorry. And then I kind of like threw up kind of over the edge. My, like the person that was, you know, hiking us up there, the tour guide was not impressed with me. I bet. I I bet. I got the back of the bus on the way home. <laughs> oh, no. What a, <laughs> what a story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that. Thanks so much, Melanie. <laughs> DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. 102.3 Now Radio. Let's get to some news. All right, this story here is uh, not a good one, and it's quite scary. A 41-year-old man who police say is a violent offender has been charged Following an unprovoked attack in central Edmonton. So here's what happened at around 7 o'clock on Friday. A man was out for a walk with his wife and his daughter in the area of 118th Street and 100th Avenue. So a family out for a stroll. Mm -hmm. Everyone does it all the time. As they were walking down the sidewalk, a man jumped out of the bushes, started screaming at the family. And then, without being provoked, stabbed the man. Oh, my God. Who was with his family. He was stabbed in the back. Oh. The suspect then ran out on foot. How's the guy doing? He's good. Thank goodness. I mean, obviously. Still stabbed. Hopefully, he's going to be able to, you know, get help for that traumatic experience. Oh, my God. Paramedics responded, transported the man to hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Police say the attack was totally random. Jeez. I don't either. Police quickly identified the suspect, searched the River Valley for hours that evening, and they did get the guy. Travis Shane Morgan was taken into custody. Uh, He is a violent offender who was wanted on 28 warrants. Oh, my God. And he's just walking down the street? While hiding in bushes and stabbing people. Yeah, yeah. For various assault and property uh, property related crimes. So now that they have him in custody, are they going to hold him, or he's back out after he does whatever time? I don't know. Oh, oh, that's awful. And this poor family, this poor guy. Yeah, that kid's going to remember. Right? You're going to remember pops yeah, being like, stabbed. He's going to be okay, but the psychological damage from the events of that day. Jeez. For the his wife, his daughter, even oh, and especially for him. Well, yeah, because uh, like if I got stabbed in the back, literally, uh, if I was walking down the street, anyone that walks by me mm-hmm. or I see any any individual like just looking at me right away, I would flash back to the time I took a knife to the back. Yeah, that sounds like an urban legend you tell your kids about walking too close to the exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. Remember, there was that horrible story in the news a while back about that woman huh. who was uh, waiting to pick her kids oh, up from daycare, daycare, and there. she yeah. was randomly yeah, attacked. She was randomly, too, and yeah. like she was violently beaten. Yeah, that was a very bad one. Oh, yeah, this is awful, awful, awful. Yeah, that is. Uh, it is horrible. But what do you do? You can't. Well, you can't live in fear. Well, there was the there was in the story in the news about allowing people to carry uh, pepper spray. Well, yeah. I mean, in this case... If the guy's screaming, you spray? Mm, if he comes at you with a knife, you I, do. Yeah, but he came at him from his, from to his back. 
Well, I think they, he jumped out at them, and I'm guessing he probably went to, like, leave. Like, like turn like, around and go Because he other jumped out direction? in front of them, and yeah, he yeah. probably grabbed his wife and his daughter and was, like, Maybe, the, yeah, and yeah. was leaving. And Ugh. he got him in the back. Mm-hmm. This is awful. Yeah, absolutely horrible. Once mm-hmm. again, might be something. Well, who knows? So, I don't know. Hopefully that family's going to be all right. And hopefully that woman who was in the news earlier, hopefully she's okay. Yeah, there's been no updates. No. Yeah. It's wild. All right, let's do a better story here. Um, this one's a little lighter. Two Ontario lottery winners are seemingly in no rush to discover their fortune. They waited an entire week before checking a ticket that was crunched up in a ball <gasps> in his pocket. Oh my God, how much? Two million dollars. Oh, you crumpled up a two million dollar ticket? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, could you imagine? The uh, other day, uh, over the weekend, last weekend, I was uh, cleaning up the yard and doing some stuff. Yeah. And uh, blowing in the wind, you got some leaves blowing around. Mars' bubbly cans blowing around. And then I'm like, what is this? I pick it up, and it's a crumpled lotto ticket. I'm like, <gasps> Did you check it? And it's been baking in the sun. And you know those lotto tickets, uh, the carbon paper or whatever? Yes. When it heats up, it gets it changes color a Cheap. bit. Like, it starts going uh, dark. And I'm like, oh, my God. I open it up. It's like, <laughs> barcode's still there. Pull out my app. Start scanning it. I'm like, here we go. This is it. It's a, it's going to be at least a million, guaranteed. Yeah. Beep boop. Appears not to be a winner. I knew it. Ah! Like, That's why it was crumpled up. Crumpled up through back in the bush. <laughs> back into the lake with you. <laughs> Let's say that was a winner. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's say that was signed, though. By someone else? Yeah, but you found it on the street. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't steal it from someone's pocket. You didn't break into their home and take the lottery ticket. Yeah. They lost it. If uh-huh. it's signed, it sucks to be you. I hope. No, but if but it's... What if, yeah, what if, if they can't find the signee? Then what? I think it just goes... Don't they hold on to it? And then it goes back in the pot? Yeah, it just goes back in the pot. No one gets it. Even though you found the ticket? Yeah, I think There's so. no finder's keeper? I no. think so, because you didn't buy the ticket. Yeah. You legally did not buy the ticket. There's no finder's keepers. If it's signed, yeah. it's to that person until they find that person. But the I would hope that it was signed by a person like Ginge, where your signature is garbage. Yeah, it's it's the same signature. as mine. So I would be able to, I would look at the signature on it, and I'd be like, and I master Ginge's signature, and I'd be like, this is my signature. This is how I sign everything. And then I quickly signed something at the lottery office for them, and they'd be like, well, that's his I, signature. I have, a, I have a feeling the people at the lottery office yeah. have a better way to verify than you forging everyone's signature. Can you go over <laughs> top and just scribble out whatever was there? I don't think so. And say I was just playing around in the lottery ticket. I was playing around on it. Yeah. I don't think so. I think you have a better chance of forging a, a crazy signature. Not like Mars. Mars properly prints her name. It says, pr- it, I know, says it says please print. print. It doesn't say sign. It says print your oh, name. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It says please because print. Because if you scribble the way you two do, yeah, you probably won't be able to claim it without a big investigation. When I was still a paper ticket lotto guy, yeah. um, I I brought my stack of tickets to, um, it was a superstore lotto booth. Yeah. And I threw the stack down and I started scribbling my signature on and the lady's like, you need to print. Yeah, you do need to print. She was right. I'm like, you want me to print on all these tickets? Yeah. And she's like, you need to print. I just took the lotto course, and yeah. you have to print. I'm like, oh my god, this she is going to take she's forever. She's right. And then there I was. I I grab a pencil. Yeah. I started printing, and she's like, in a pen. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, lady. 
No, I'm she's like, right though, Crash. Follow the rules. Well, I know there's yeah, there's rules, but rules are meant to be broken. No, they're not. Don't be an <laughs> Especially A-hole. when it comes to the lottery. Print your name. He's the bad boy of lottery. <laughs> Mars is right. It says print your name here. Yeah. yeah. Why are we signing them? I don't know. I've always signed them. Because if you quick. if you go in, because I've seen your signature, yeah. it's just a scribbly line. It's trash, guy. Yeah. Uh, that won't hold up as you can't identify yourself as you would. Let that. me see your lotto ticket. I'll scribble my signature on there. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> The uh, well, I can't, I can't claim, even though I've signed it. Well, you can claim it, but now that you have to answer a number of questions, like what time did you buy the ticket? Where did you buy it? Because you didn't print your name. Oh, got to print. You got to print it, and you need a receipt. Do you get a receipt when you buy your ticket? Oh, do you guys get your receipt? Always, Always get the receipt. You have to show the receipt if you win. If you, well, you need to know. Ex- you need to know exactly when you won. And or yeah. purchase the ticket. Rather. They know when it was purchased. No, but they want to verify that you know. Yeah. Otherwise, it could have been like you. the the ticket I found in the yard blowing in the wind. I don't know where it came from. It's got my freaking signature on it. No, but your signature doesn't mean anything. You have to know. print your name. Yeah, if you printed your name, then that that can really yeah. Yeah, get it going. You need the receipt. No one's ever told me you need the receipt. You the receipt. never tells me I need the receipt. They never say, do you want the receipt? Everyone asks if you want a receipt. You never say <laughs> yes to a receipt. No, you're supposed to say time. yes. You guys, no, no one's keeping receipts. Yes. All the time, all the time. Darren gets it. Who gets a receipt? You get, no, you should. It'll make life way easier. Get your money quicker. Yeah. Um, you, you literally, when you get your lotto tickets, get your receipt, fold it up with a lotto ticket, slap it in your wallet. And print your name. Don't do your weird signature. Mm-hmm. Print it. Print, print, print. Print it, receipt. It takes forever. First and last? Yep, first oh, and last. And not my weekend. And not ginge. Oh. Like your name. <laughs> <laughs> so many more letters. <laughs> uh, this text here says, hey guys, that code at the, on the bottom tells them what store it was purchased at. Yeah, it does. They'll ask you where you bought the ticket and you can't answer incorrectly. Yeah, you you have need to, to know. Yeah. What if you buy a bunch of tickets? Then you better, spots. you better have receipts for them. Receipts for each one. Oh, I would really? buy, uh, when I was buying paper tickets, I would buy them all over Edmonton, thinking that's good luck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but every stack that I would buy would be uh, with the receipt. Oh my that God. way, if I scan the ticket, I'm like, oh, sweet, this is a winner. I pull the receipt, I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. is from a gas station on the north side. Perfect. You put it on your chart, north side was... Damn right, yeah, yeah, and check it off. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is good. This is a, a $30 winner. <laughs> this is a hot spot. <laughs> yeah. Also, like for your just your like two dollar wins, you're free. You don't need the receipt. Yeah. But no, if you if have to go big, to the lotto office, boy. yeah. If you get a big boy, yeah, oh, you gotta have the receipt. Mm-hmm. You had a decently big boy, a quasi big boy. Yeah, 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 you did. Which I had a problem cashing everywhere. But once you were able to cash it, because you took it to the actual lotto office. Yeah, and they they said no. Because they were closed during COVID. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. But if you had gotten in, would you need all this information? Because yep. it was like, what, 800 Yeah, yeah it was like eight, eight, 900 bucks. You need all this th- information yep. for them? Pro- yep. Yeah, they would ask me, yeah. Well, this changes everything. Yeah, they told me to go to a casino, and then I went to a casino, and then... They laughed you out? They laughed me out. And then that, that ticket place was on lunch, so I had to go back to another casino, and then finally, uh, finally I was able to cash it. Yeah. If you win a big boy, you better have the receipt. If you have to go to the lotto office, yeah. have the receipt. If you don't have the receipt, you'll still get your money. It'll just take forever. Because mm-hmm. yeah. now they have to quick. investigate it. Tracy says, thanks so much for your tips and have a great Friday. Yes, <laughs> always save your lotto receipt. <laughs> uh, this text here said, my friend won $15,000. He had to get someone to sign an affidavit that it was him. Yeah. And then another person to sign before he could get his check. So he, he had so much paperwork to fill out. All because he didn't have his receipt. There it is. Do you want to do that or just save no, your receipt? I don't want to do that. Because think of how long he had to wait a while now to get his 15 grand. Mm-hmm. 
It's not hard. Just hang on to the receipt. It's just another little piece of paper but attached to your lotto ticket. I've already got the lotto ticket. Yeah. Why isn't that proof enough? What does one extra piece of paper prove? Because you could have stole it off my desk. Because now when, uh, after the show, when you go into the uh, the bathroom and uh, throw down a two, yep. you're going to be a while in there. I can go in your office and steal your lotto tickets. Couldn't you steal my receipts? Well, yeah, if you keep them all out willy-nilly. So you have to keep the receipt separate from the ticket? That's like, what, yeah. You get your home safe. Get, home safe. <laughs> get your garage renovated. Put a big safe. <laughs> oh, this lottery just got real yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, right? It did indeed. Here's something fun for everyone to watch on Netflix. Tiger King 2 is coming back before the end of the year. Mm. And Carol Baskin is not happy about it. I don't know if it's going to be good. Well, here's what happens is when Carol Baskin isn't happy, people disappear. Oh, well, that's, that's a good true. point. I don't yeah, know. Oh, yeah. uh, by the way, Carol did not take part in this one. She said the director said they wanted her to clear the air about how she was treated in the first Tiger King. And she responded saying, quote, lose my number. Oh, uh, yeah. So they did. Uh, she <laughs> went on. Who are they highlighting? Uh, I, I think what they're going to do is... Like, that's pretty boring. What, just old footage that we didn't see yet? No, I don't think it's going to be old footage. I think it's going to be more like a crime. Like, it's going to be more about the crime aspect of it. and how they. I think a lot of people care about true crime. Yeah, I want to see Joe Exotic mistreating tigers. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. This is, like, crazy lifestyle. Yeah. Like, he's a terrible human being, but... That's that was the allure of watching Tiger King. Yeah, the the, the crime behind it. Eh, we know they're all dirtbags. TK two. <laughs> they're not saying much about it yet. Obviously, Joe Exotic can only participate from behind bars. So if Joe Exotic is in it, it'll all be from in jail. Isn't he dying in jail right now? Oh no, Joe. Oh, is he? I think he's got. Yeah. Well, uh, what, he's got something what if his on. handlers just passed? Oh, I oh, saw yeah, that. Right? Was he, yeah. Was he murdered? Oh. No, no, no. Oh, he just well, died. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of. He, yeah, he died. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, I think he was a sick, sick man. Because Joe Exotic reached out to Trump, right, to say, "Get me out of jail." Want to pardon. And then Trump didn't pardon him. Is that correct? Trump let him down. Yeah. Yeah. But, his but, medical test. This is Joe Exotic. Uh, test came back very high for prostate cancer. Oh, oh really? Joe. Yeah. Joe. Well. So yeah, he's he's not getting yeah, out of jail. He's going through then. some testing and stuff. His sentence was commuted, though, I think. I think they did reduce his... Because he had like a... I think he got like 20 years. Yeah, he did. 22 years. For attempted murder. Yeah. Which seems high. Well, it does, because there's criminals that have done way worse that get way less time. He might have, though, got a judge that loves tigers. Yeah, his history with the cats wasn't great. Yeah, well, that didn't yeah, make him look one, like yeah. a good guy either. What, what a perfect storm that was. Because that was... That was First day of the pandemic, almost, when yeah. that dropped. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the last thing the whole world has watched together at once. Absolutely, Because yeah. now we all stream things at our own leisure, but we all plowed through Tiger King at the same time. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah, he, yeah Tiger King got us through the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we'll just watch Tiger King, and then we'll be back to normal. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. We'll binge this, the yeah. pandemic will be over, and yeah. status quo. <laughs> right. And that did not that happen. That did not happen. No. So Netflix, not saying too much about TK2, but we'll have to wait and see. Hmm. I wonder, uh, some people, there's rumors that it's going to be more like a true crime kind of documentary, but... I'm shocked Carol Baskin said, lose my number. She said, lose my number. She loves to latch on to anything. I don't know if Carol Baskin wants any more stirred Oh, she doesn't want people digging in (laughs) her Yeah, I'm with Joe on her. That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, you guys need to stop looking. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't need Netflix investigators digging in anymore. Oh, that was fun.
Yeah, that was fun. All right, you know when you buy a new vehicle, you get in it, and it's got that new car smell? I love it. And then once the years go by, you kind of chase that new car smell in the terms of, like, air fresheners. Yep, the new car or, pine trees. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're always looking for it, and you never really quite find it. Yeah. Well, if you think you got a good nose on you, car manufacturer Nissan apparently employs a staff member who has enhanced senses and they're always looking for more what do the enhanced senses employees at nissan do Mm -hmm. well they ensure that you have the perfect new car smell oh Oh. this guy's name is peter carl eastland he has a master's degree in chemistry and forensic science and he also possesses an extremely acute sense of smell it's a gift he realized he had from an early age. It allows him to identify more than 15 smell categories. And apparently he's been appointed the odor evaluation lead engineer to make sure that every Nissan smells unbelievable. Is it like a scent that is infused in the plastics of the car? Or is it just the plastic in general, the plastic, the leather, the carpet, everything just coming together, he, making that smell? He says that he uses his nose. He he mostly works with the Qashqai model. Yeah. That's the one he's been assigned to. Yeah. So he has to work with different materials, including polymers, rubbers, and adhesives. Mm-hmm. And Nissan uses all of those in the car. Yeah. Like different brands. Yeah. He, and the combination. <sighs> Smells them up and says this combination put in the cash guy. What a job. Isn't that crazy? Is that the actual guy that you posted That's on the him. app? That's our guy. There he is. That's him. Smelling the steering wheel. <laughs> oh, a hard day today, honey. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> there is something about it, though. I Like, it's ridiculous that, that it's a job, but I get it because yeah. you sit in a car. It's intoxicating. And you love and you the way love it, it smells. It just immediately means... Yeah good things it can mean quality yeah like when we got into your car like yeah. there's there was still peeling like the plastic off uh, certain things yeah like amazing it smelled amazing yeah. when i got my uh truck i got into the truck in the showroom i'm like you just get it oh take yeah money. take it in. take it now and it's all just chemicals i know <laughs> is it a trick our brain pay- plays on us because we spent so much for that vehicle it yeah. associates that smell with, with good yeah with quality yeah oh yeah i think so because we just dropped 20 30 40 <laughs> 50 60 70 thousand dollars yeah. yeah yeah he said that his nose is so well attuned to smelling things that he can actually smell the difference between real and fake leather. Do you think you can smell the oh, difference? Oh, I can do that. Yeah. I don't think you I can, Crash. Oh, yeah. I got a good leather you're not smelling allowed, nose. You're not allowed to touch it. No, no. I can close my eyes or blindfold me and I'll go, I can tell real leather from fake leather. BS. Pleather's <laughs> come a long way. <laughs> I don't think I you can. I smell Mars' pants all the time. I'm, I am wearing a pleather skirt today. <laughs> you um, smell, James. Nope. Please do not <laughs> go nice. down there. No one's going down there. No one's going down there at all. Yeah. He also says uh, that he can smell the difference between uh, different cloth, so different fibers in a cloth. I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, so look at your like car seats. Yeah. Like what your the cloth of your seat. Yeah, yeah. He can smell the difference between what materials are used where. I'd be able to smell the difference between a car seat and the carpet in a car. Guaranteed, I can tell you the difference on that. But I've smelled my thing, fair though, share Crash, of carpet. Is they don't hold up a, a carpet and a car seat in front of you. <laughs> they actually come in like little like Petri dishes. Uh, yeah, I'd be able to tell you. No, you I'd be able to tell you like the little uh, fabric clippings of carpet or um, a seat. You know what, parents, listen right now to Crash. What? 
please raise your little girls to have the confidence that that man does. <laughs> he really does believe in himself. Because he believes in no, himself but, so much. Uh, when I was a lot younger with all my crap box cars, like I dealt with a lot of carpet. No. Because the floors were rotted out, so I'm ripping out the carpet, putting new carpet in. Yep. I made custom sub boxes. I used that carpet, like the floor carpet, wrapped the boxes. Come on, anyone that's built sub boxes knows. You need to be able to... Oh those smells in harmony, though. And you need to detect what you're missing. A little yeah. more. A little more, a little more carpet. Wait. You've also had your nose broken and operated on twice. You got nothing yeah, in there. Oh, no. Now you it's have... a super nose. No, it's not. Yeah. I got, my, I got my guy to put some uh, extra stuff in there. Please raise your little girls to be as confident <laughs> as <laughs> don't, don't raise them like Crash was raised. No, don't raise them. Yeah, yeah. Like... I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. This confidence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. Anyways, that's his job. I thought that was kind of cool. What a job. What a job indeed. Hmm. All right, this is uh, this actually this story kind of made me laugh today. Uh, if you do have kids at home right now, do they like the music that you like? <laughs> uh, guaranteed, probably not. Yeah, do they? Yeah, yeah. they're into it. I, to a to a degree. Yeah. Like, oh, well, like, you're you, you are you're into like current stuff. Yeah, they like they like they like the radio stuff. They like yeah, the radio yeah. hits. But like if you were like an old classic rock guy busting out your vinyls, being like, "Kids, you're gonna love it." Yeah, they don't. Do you think your kids stuff. would love that? They do not like anything where they can. Uh, they can sometimes you can hear the old dripping off of music. Yeah, and they know, oh, like, yeah. this isn't. Yeah. you've also got little kids this too. Isn't current. They're not like you know coming home from school, slamming their bedroom doors, and sitting and listening to music. Yeah. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Well, this is an interesting study. They say, first of all, if you need to avoid a huge family fight, start by turning on the radio. One third of people say that a shared love of music helps them avoid disagreements with family members. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. They say the top genres that parents and kids are most likely to bond over uh, are pop, rock, and disco. Oh, it's, well, disco's fun, right? Disco's fun. Yeah. And the two things most likely to make you feel closer to liking the same artist or listening um, or listening to music is if you can find old music or a classic rock music that you both like. Mm -hmm. Here's where the poll, though, takes a bit of a turn. The poll also found that 55% of parents have been told by their kid that their music sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see it. I can see it too. And don't be upset by it. <laughs> no, don't be upset by it. 59% of parents say that they are silently disappointed that their kids don't share a like of music the way they do. Well, yeah, I think that's just a thing that parents want, right? You want your kid to like the music that you grew up on. Yeah. yeah you want your you 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 think you're a tastemaker. Yeah, you exactly. do think you're a tastemaker. Yeah. 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 That's right, and you think all new music sucks? They do like, <laughs> uh, like the Beatles are still big. And yeah, whatever the whatever decade was popular at the time, whatever was pop music at the time, it's yeah. still like poppy. Mm -hmm. Whatever's like pleasant to the ear, yeah, yeah. they'll still enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's that heavier stuff; it's hard to turn them into. You need to experience some life. You need to have some sadness before you can appreciate some of the that's Gen X or stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. No, that is a good point. Mm. That same fifty-nine percent of music uh, parents rather say that they are forced to listen to their kids' choice of music that they don't like. Mm -hmm. So parents are like, oh, God, I don't want to sit around and listen to this. But you do. Yeah. Now, when they were talking about kids, they weren't talking about little kids. They were talking about kids 12 years old and up. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, like a like a preteen. My mom would be Saturday morning cleaning the house, blasting music. Majority of it was classic rock. 
Uh, but then she would dabble in like cranberries, which was cool. I, I enjoyed that. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, as a teen, yeah, Beck, sure. The Mellow Gold album, oh, yeah, like right. she played that over and over and over. Okay, that was okay. fantastic. I love that. Yeah. And then she dabbled in Thomas Dolby, like the she blinded me with science. Oh God! I'm like, where did this come from? Thomas Dolby. <laughs> the Thomas Dolby would fly in, and blinded then Def Leppard. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. That'd wow. be like a, a good Saturday morning cleaning the house song. All right. I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Are you disappointed that your kids don't like your music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you try to push your music on them and the kids are just not and taking it? And the kids it? are just not taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, or do you have to sit through their music? Uh, and you're like, wow, I, they're really big into like, they're big, big into rap. And you're like, wow, I really like Three Days Grace. Yeah, you guys know about Kids Bop. Oh, are I've, they like I've mini? Heard, are they like mini pops? Yeah, it's children yeah. singing the hits. How is it? And the kids love it. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They're yeah. crazy for I, it. I love They'd mini pops. Hear, they're like the same song, but just the child version. And they prefer the the knockoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I loved mini pops. Great I was guys, the same. you need to stick with the original. <laughs> yeah, I remember though, like because they make them really safe, right? Yeah, because my dad loved classic rock and yeah. Um, yeah. I was, you know, he thought that my crap, like my Nirvana and Soundgarden and Pearl Jam mm-hmm. on the rock side, he thought that was all just noise. And then the on the pop side, oh, oh yeah, he yeah. thought that that was just garbage. Yeah. And I would blare, <laughs> Ace of Bass, Dad, here you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Take I would that. just crank it. Or maybe when you were a kid, did you re- rebel against your parents' type of music by blaring what you wanted? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about this uh, survey that uh, basically talks about music and the div- like the division between parents and kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of parents texting and saying they've got the same taste of music as their kids, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're looking on the other side of it, the flip side of it. The 55% of parents who say that uh, they wish that their kids like their music, but they just don't. And these aren't little kids, by the way, either. This study looked at kids 12 and up. Yeah, yeah. So right when you're starting to get into those years when music's really important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just right? background noise. It's you're like, just, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to you. I'm going to create my own playlist. Yeah. And this means a lot to me. Yeah, you start really, you know, really starts to affect your life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to chime in, 780-489-4669, feel free to do so. Yeah. Uh, Christina can start things up here. How are you doing, Christina? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Hey, good. Uh, you discovered that your kids, unfortunately, don't like your taste <laughs> in music, right? No, they hate my taste. <laughs> 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 All right, what do you listen okay, to? I hate their taste in music too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So complete opposites. What's your taste in music? Uh, I think I have a really like, uh, what's the word? You know, like wide range of things I listen to. Like I love like old school rap and R and B, but like good rap, right? Yeah. Like not the stuff that kids are <laughs> like the mumble rap they listen to. Oh, you don't like you don't like like new rap. No, it's like razor blades in my ears. <laughs> so the older stuff. So angry. The older stuff you're down with for sure, but the the yeah. way that it's the newer stuff that your kids like, you're like, this is horrible. It's horrible. You know, when you're like, I was. It's like I say, it's like the Green Day of rap because it's like three chords and it's like the same tune through the whole thing. It's just like. And your kids are like, Mom, it's way deeper than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's not deep. It's, it's oh. one-dimensional Green Day rap. Oh. Right. So when you put on your stuff, are they like, this is horrible? It is, and I just turn it up louder. 
Oh, yeah. You're like, no, you need to appreciate this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm giving them a music education. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Maybe one day they'll come around. Yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, Christina. Yeah. Yeah, take care. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> it's funny, though. Yeah. How a certain genre of music has changed over time. Yeah. We're like the old style sounds very old. And young, yeah. and young people are like, ooh, that's that's nasty. Yeah, so it's it just it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this text here says, "Hey guys, I love everything '90s rock, all that emo stuff." My daughter, though, who is 14 years old, can't stand it. She calls me an old sad loser for listening to emo rock. <laughs> I love it. I love emo rock. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Dan, how you doing today? <laughs> Pretty darn good. Excellent, hey, excellent. Good. Um, you discovered that your son doesn't like your music, right? Yeah, yeah. He uh, gets a little plug in the ears every time I play my music. Okay, what what is your favorite genre of music? What do you like playing? Metal, heavy metal type thing. Okay, oh, yeah. all right, all yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, well, what's your go-to band that you're you're trying to get your son to listen to? Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> so your kids are not into Five Finger Death Punch. My daughter is; she loves it. But my son, he would put on the headphones instantly. The first note was played through the radio. Yeah, yeah it's he's not like, his "This thing. is just noise." Yeah. yeah. What What does yeah. he like to listen to? He's more uh, like. Flow rider type thing, not oh. not as heavy. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. likes a little more mainstream. Yeah, a little more pop, pop aspect. It, pop aspect to it, sure. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh wow, you like what you like, I guess. Are you hoping that one day he comes around liking your five finger death punch? He he's starting to slowly, <laughs> only because I've recently started to learn how to play guitar, so he's kind of catching on that way. Okay, okay all right, all right. Cool. Yeah, you're easing it in. Easing. Maybe yeah. one day, Dan. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. You bet. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. I just have this vision of Dan firing up his Spotify. Yeah. Five fingers on. Oh, yeah. Dan's son just slowly puts the yeah. big headphones it's on. Like, kid, I got a hot jam yeah. for you. <laughs> 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 he's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's pretty yeah, funny. The kid is not liking that one. No. Uh, another one here. Uh, Sonia, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. We're doing good. Uh, you and your son, you don't jive on the same type of music, right? No, no. He <laughs> likes his, like, Marty Robbins. And I. Who's I'm Marty more, Robbins? Marty Robbins is like 1960s old twangy country music. Oh my god! Oh, okay, that's what he's into. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, he's 21 on Wednesday, so it's a little weird that he's into that kind of music. But all right. Um, and then uh, me, I like you know all the stuff I grew up with. I'm I'm 38, so you know like the old R and D in the 80s and yeah, you know all, all that kind of yeah stuff. 80s 90s stuff yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and he doesn't want anything to do with it. No, he thinks I'm listening to horrible music. And then when I'm like, well, how can you be so depressed? Like, <laughs> how many how many songs can you listen to of, of uh, you know, Marty Robbins until you're ready to, you know, put a gun up to your head? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Is Marty Robbins, like, really twangy country? It's, it's pretty old, yeah. Like, yeah. my grandparents listen to it. So, oh, okay. Here, Mars, I'll give yeah. you a little taste of Marty Robbins. I don't know if uh, no, this I'm one's a big a one in your house. No. But... Save 
Here it is. No one dared to ask his business. No one dared to make a slip. The stranger there. Sounds like Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that what you hear in your house? All the time. Every time I come <laughs> Oh, Guy's boy. got a good voice, but yeah, yeah, it's not my cup of tea. No, all right. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Sonia. Thanks, Sonia. You guys have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye bye. I've never even heard of Marty Robbins until right now. Yeah, got a Marty Robbins has a couple big hits. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another hot jam. This one, they're hanging me tonight. I told her how. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, uh, another one here. Let's do uh, uh, Joe. Oops, sorry. One second. Wrong number. Uh, Joe, how you doing? Hello, Joe. Hello. Hey. Hi. All right, so you and your uh, kid don't see eye to eye on music either, right? No, I listen more to, like, Skillet and Slipknot and heavier stuff. And oh, my daughter's yeah. one, so it's nursery rhymes and little baby bones oh, all yeah. the rest of the day. She's not quite there yet. Like I said, this is done on big kids. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like Chevelle? <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I love that. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was done on older kids. I mean, obviously, if they're one or two. Like these damn nursery rhymes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, James, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, you and your daughter, total different tastes in music, right? Absolutely. You know, like I... I love the radio station here, but mostly I listen to the, the conversations. But yep. uh, I'm, I'm more into like the music you enjoy, crash and all all metal and everything like that. Nice, nice. And then my uh, daughter is into fifties rockabilly, Patsy Cline, and uh, the new age rap. So it's uh, a little <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> wow, that's a wide so wide you, variety. Of you guys there. cover all genres, just not together. Like you've got one genre, she's got a number of others. Yeah, so it makes it kind of challenging. Uh, thankfully, she's moved out because I used to listen to Kathy uh, Klein blaring through the shower speaker at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's okay. I feel like I don't know how much longer I can do of this. <laughs> Thank God she moved out. Yeah, right? Hit me with some hard rock, please. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. Okay, thanks for sharing that, James. Thanks, James. No Have a good one. Yeah, yeah you, you too. too. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, we'll do one more on this. Uh, Jessica, how are you doing today? Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, I'm good. Excellent, excellent. Uh, you and your parents don't see eye-to-eye on tunes, right? Um, No, unfortunately not. Like We, we do now, yeah. but when I was a teenager, we did not oh, at okay. all. What, um, uh, what was your style? Well, like, my parents have really cool music. They listen to, like, the Eagles, ACDC, like, all that cool stuff. Mm -hmm. I, however, when I was 14, decided to pick, like, the worst genre of all genres. I decided to go for, like, Skrillex and stuff <laughs> like that. Nice. <laughs> I bet your parents hated that. Oh, my God. Like, and then I, I'd like to blast it on speakers, too. And I would, like, I would just, like, sit in a chair and spin around and listen to this. And they're like, how does she not throw up? Like, <laughs> 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 oh well, yeah. Because if you're like if your parents are rocking out to the classic rock, like yeah. Skrillex would just be noise to them. Oh, uh, I think I think I just wanted to like be different, be alternative from the family, but like it, it didn't end up working out. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was definitely trying. Oh yeah. Do you, do you find now that you kind of gravitate towards the Eagles and stuff? Oh, yeah, like, I can't listen to, I can't listen to that stuff at all. Like, now I get sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes me dizzy. Um, 
<laughs> That's awesome. That's okay. awesome. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing that, Jessica. Thanks, Jess. Yeah, no problem. Okay, take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Let's get to some news here on this beautiful Friday, September the 24th. Alberta Health is investigating whether or not an Edson party advertising itself as a get COVID event to build up natural immunity to the virus now actually happened. Mm -hmm. There were multiple reports that residents of Edson were sent to the ICU after deliberately trying to infect themselves with a COVID-19 party. It's wild that uh, this is still a thing because like... Beginning well, of pan- like middle of pandemic, it was kind of a thing. I remember it was a thing. I think they're they're looking to see if this actually happened. Uh, I don't know if they can get or if it was just a, ga- a gathering. Yeah, and it just so happens that a number of residents from Edson are in the ICU yeah, yeah. here in Edmonton. Hmm. It's hard to say, but if that COVID party did happen, oh my god. Yeah, that's terrible. What are we doing? <laughs> like enough information and stuff has rolled out. Yeah. We don't need to be doing COVID parties again. <laughs> We don't need to go this route. That's please stop. Please just stop what you're doing. Stop. And our yeah. healthcare system can't handle this. Well, and it's not worth your life. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a very, very you know, bad idea. Don't do that. Yeah. Now, Dr. Adina Hinshaw did say, quote, hosting or attending an event like this in a current time of crisis is irresponsible and dangerous. Again, they are looking into whether or not the party actually happened. A 19-year-old Edson resident named Rhiannon went to the news and said, quote, this town is kind of full of rednecks. Oh, that was his quote to the news. That's her quote to the news. <laughs> or her quote, rather, sorry. Those aren't my words. Those are Rhiannon's. Wow. Yeah. And that was it. And the news is like, okay, thank you. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> the news took her quote and ran with it. So please don't do that. Yeah. Bad idea. Very bad Just idea. Just a bad idea. Nothing good can come of that. And they, again, they are investigating on whether or not that party in Edson did actually happen. Mm-hmm. Speaking of COVID, COVID an infectious disease expert in the city wants Alberta's two NHL teams to reconsider their plan to play in packed arenas. Both the Flames and the Oilers have plans to play in or for, to play in place of 100% capacity crowds. Yeah. Now, fans will be required, though, to wear masks and prove that they've been vaccinated against COVID-19. But some experts are saying that it just isn't enough at this time. With our province and the numbers where they're at and our ICU numbers at where they're at, perhaps maybe packing an arena isn't great. Um, my question, I don't know if they've rolled out uh, full details. When Because uh, you got to wear a mask and stuff. Yep. Do you still have to wear a mask when you're in your seat? Like a, I think so, yeah. And just pull it down if you're having drinks, drinks. or eating yeah, and then put it so. back on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. What What do they want? Well, for example, they want the smaller capacity. They want something around 25 or 30%. Mm. Yeah, they want a little spacing happening in there. Yeah, they do. Whether or not that's going to happen, uh, who I, knows? I will say, though, um, it's been a while since peeps have been in the uh, seats at Roger's place. Yeah. It is going to be wild. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's why... Healthcare professionals are a little concerned. Oh yeah, well, and the Flames are scheduled to host the Oilers on um, in the team's first NHL preseason game. <sighs> like, like these will be these will be wild screaming games, wild screaming and games. people are gonna get drunk. Yeah, people are gonna get drunk. So like, yeah, will masks just be flying off? Yeah, everyone's saying masks all times, especially when e- or except 
when eating or having a drink. Yeah, but everyone will be just like caught up in the moment. Well, the Battle the mask, of Alberta. You'll watch on TV and the mask will just be under the yeah, chin. Of course. It's the Battle of Alberta, man. Are they giving away Oilers masks? That'd be a great thing. That would be a cool thing. No talking. Maybe, that, maybe that's a little surprise because they like to do things like the start of the season. Yeah, like they a, drape yeah, the flags on seats and stuff. Yeah, maybe uh, throw everyone an Oilers mask. Yeah, that'd be rad. Yeah, that'd be I, cool. I'd wear an Oilers mask. Damn right. It'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. All right. For those of you who want a little bit of a scare in your life, uh, the house that inspired the first Conjuring film just went up for sale. Mm. So this is the one that Ed and Lorraine Warren visited in the 70s. And it's actually one of the most well-known haunted homes in the States. It was built in 1836. Ooh. It's a Rhode Island farmhouse, and it can be yours for only $1.2 million U.S. They're obviously banking on the story, right? Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> the house doesn't look that. Does it look terrible? Uh, well, it's in, uh, the outside looks in great shape, but I don't see it as being over a million. According to the real estate listing, it has three bedrooms, one full bathroom, and one partial bathroom, but it does have eight and a half acres of land. You're buying the land. The house is currently used as an overnight rental for paranormal researchers, mm. ghost hunters, and anyone else who wants to get a scare, mm -hmm. which like is a, uh, super cool. Ginger, would you buy that home for your family? Look at see, it. Look it's, look it. What a gorgeous home. I put it on the app there. The Conjuring House. <laughs> oh, that's what it is? I yeah. was on the phone trying to trick me? I murdered my kids? <laughs> you know I was distracted. I got your money. <laughs> that's the Conjuring House? That's the Conjuring House, yeah. It's, it's for sale right now for $1.2 million US. Why aren't we tearing these houses down? Why do we keep these murder homes alive? Like the the house is a horrible story. It's not. It's not because it's a good looking house. No, it's not. It could be a fixer upper. As soon as if your house <laughs> is iffy at best, as soon as there's one murder committed in it, tear it down. You you think a one one murder that's yeah. the life of a house? Rip it down. This house clearly has some good bones though. Look at the roof line. It's not sagged. It's full of bones. Is what it is. Well, yeah. There's a lot of ghosts and bones it's in full that of house. Demons is what it but is. Guys, look at that roof line, man. <sighs> that is newer shingles too. <laughs> I was going to save you about nine grand there. And yeah. Damn right. It will indeed. <laughs> Maybe it is worth 1.2. <laughs> yeah. The current caretakers of the home have reported quite a few happenings in the house. I mean, after all, that land is allegedly cursed and haunted by the ghost of Bathsheba Sherman. Mm -hmm. They also lean into the home's association with The Conjuring. There's movie posters on the wall. And the real estate listing video itself is like a mini horror movie. Did they do anything with this home? Like, a, was it like a creepy Airbnb at one point? Well, right now it's being used. I don't know. I don't know if you can stay the night. Yeah. But it is being used for tours. Oh, okay. So you can go and like, like and tour it. People and... love this crap. I feel like this oh, could yeah. be a premium Airbnb, you know? Is there anyone listening right now? Um, you can give us a shout, 780-489, or shoot us a text. Oh, I didn't give you the whole number. 780-489. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> 780-489-4669 or text us 56789. Has anybody been to a famous haunted house? Mm. Like not your house that you grew up in in the like plains of Saskatchewan, house. but a famous house that was in, yeah, that was in a movie. Yeah. And remember, this is the $1,000 conversation. Yeah. So any phone call or text gets you automatically entered to win. This uh, Conjuring house, um, in 2019, it actually sold for 439000 Oh, wow. So it's really gone up, hey? Well, they're just, they've just created some hype around this in hopes to cash in big time. 
They're not getting that much cash for it. Is there anyone listening who's actually been to this conjuring house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to. I don't want to like a. You think there's a ghost in your house? I yeah. want like a a horror house. Because I know Crash, you don't believe in any of this. If you went to the Conjuring house, yeah, yeah, where demons have been proven to live there, mm-hmm. in in a sort of way, I would stay. Would you stay the and night? Like, and like documentaries were written about it, I would totally stay in one of those homes, wouldn't you? No. Why? I don't know if I'd stay the night. I'm sure you stayed in worse conditions. I've had some pretty crappy apartments, yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, really crappy apartments, but I don't know if I'd stay in, like, a famous haunted house. Mm-hmm. I don't... The Conjuring House... Because, I mean, like, ghosts are cool, but I feel like demons are just next level. Yeah, but, like, let's be honest. Okay, maybe horrible things have happened in the house. Eh, time has passed. Time has passed. Time has passed. Blood but has dried. No bigs. There is no time <laughs> for demons, though. That's the only problem. There's a lot of... There's a lot of time. They don't follow our, 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 you know. Demons go with the wind. Jeez. If you get a good wind, it'll just blow them east or west. Someone says, I won't even do a corn maze at night, let alone go to the <laughs> <laughs> No name on that text. Uh, here, Gary's hanging on. Hey. Uh, Gary, how you doing? Good, guys. How are you? Hey, Fantastic. Good. Uh, you've been to a, a known, uh, like a horror house, haunted house? A haunted hotel in oh. Wayne, Alberta, Rosdale Hotel. Oh, oh, and this one's a known like, haunted hotel? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we, uh, a bunch of us go down every year and rent out the whole hotel and stay there. What? Really? Are you guys ghost hunters or you just love the story behind this hotel? Uh, the story behind it's good. We know the owners and it's a bike trip for us every year. We go down for a weekend on our bikes and uh, have fun. Oh, that's pretty neat. So have you guys experienced like some sort of haunting in the, in the Rossdale Hotel? Oh, yeah, you can hear doors shutting, different things. There's on the third floor is most of the paranormal, and they oh. don't rent out the, the third floor. They don't? Like, even if you guys rent out the whole place for your bike trip, they won't do it? Nope. They won't give you the third floor? Nope. What's the story why? behind yeah, the wh- third why? floor? Uh, geez, you know, the, I did read about it, and <laughs> I forget it now, but I'm so... It's, it's just... Good morning, now radio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, well, I don't know. That's okay. The room rates are just fantastic. There was lots of, you know, there was lots of uh, bad goings on there. The transient workers, all that kind of stuff. Okay, there was, so uh, just some. It just has a terrible history on the third floor. I just googled it. Okay, yeah, yeah and it's everyone oh, says hotel, yeah. everyone says you don't want a room on the third floor. Wow, it hasn't been in use for about sixty years. Oh wow. Do you, yeah. st- do you stay on the second floor of the Rosier Hotel? Second floor, yeah. Yeah, they say the second floor is the most haunted. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> That's probably because all the blood from the third floor leaked Ripped onto, onto the, the second floor. Leaked <laughs> down onto the second floor. <laughs> Holy cow, Gary. Gary, on your next <laughs> trip there, now you have the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> gonna terrify your whole biker gang. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Thanks for sharing that. Great, guys. Have a great show. Oh, yeah, thanks, thanks, buddy. Scary. Bye bye. <laughs> there's something, there's something adorable in a bunch of really tough bikers. Yeah. Ho- pulling up on their hogs with gear. Yeah. And uh, they get up to that second floor, and it's the most haunted hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah. And all night, these guys, big burly guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you door that creaks. No! Oh my god! 
Everyone gets up for breakfast in the morning. It's like, you hear that too? Yeah. <laughs> Big burly biker guys. Oh, yeah. In this haunted hotel in Drumheller. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, I man. I think that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marie's got a story too. Marie, how are you doing today? Good thing. Excellent. Um, you stayed at a place, or you owned a place that had a, uh, a shady past that people knew about, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we uh, we bought a purchased a property when we moved to Ontario, and we're the last person, the last people to find out that it was actually haunted. Okay. So I'm getting my hair done one time, and and I'm like, oh, we purchased this house, and the uh, lady goes, oh, where is it? And I told her, and she goes, she just kind of stopped, oh. and uh, I realized like it was one of the most known haunted places in town, and I wondered why it sat on the market so long. <laughs> And it's just a well-known haunted house in that town. Oh, no. Well, we had just moved there. And then we, we got a tenant, and they moved in. And uh, the lady was visibly going crazy living there. And, like, every time we go there, she'd be, like, puffing a cigarette out on the deck, and she's freaking out. He wants us out. He wants us out. What? And, what? Oh, yeah. And we experienced it, too. My husband was painting the upstairs bedroom, and uh, he heard... Like, he thought I had come back from Home Depot because he was painting this before we rented it. Yeah. And he heard up the stairs, right? Yeah. So he turned, and there's nothing there, right? So then I came back, you know, 20 minutes later, and and uh, in the meantime, he'd gone outside because he was kind of freaked out to get some air, and the neighbor came over and told him um, the story that there was his buddy who lived in the house, and... Uh, he had committed suicide in the garage. Oh, no. Yeah, he found him hanging. And when he'd gone over for a beer, because he knew the guy was really depressed. Oh. And uh, so this they, like this lady was going crazy. Like, as we'd come over there, she was, um, she said, he wants us out. I, so I can't do this anymore. And I was so freaked out. Did you end up selling <laughs> the place? Like, try to unload it? Cause... Or did you guys live there? <laughs> No, we never lived there. We uh, we rented it out again. No, no. This lady moved out, and then we moved back to Alberta. Yeah. And uh, got the hell out of there. We, yeah, we put it on the market, and a military person who said, "I don't believe in this stuff," bought it. And bought then it. I kind of look it up every once in a while. Yeah. And there's always something going on, like cops oh. at the house. Oh my God! And, really? And, it's always kind of in the local on. news there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wild. The paranormal I, people have actually been in and done some, uh, some, you know, yeah, activity, yeah. Yeah. and there's definitely activity, especially in the basement. They recorded um, a voice of someone going, "Help me!" Uh, that's, that's the worst thing to hear. Yeah, right. <laughs> is help me. All right, okay. Thanks Crazy so much for sharing story, that, Marie. Marie thank you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. Also, nothing worse than moving to your new town and you're sitting in your local hair salon. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're getting your hair done and maybe there's other ladies around <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're new. Where'd you move? And you're like, oh, I moved the house over, you know, on that hill in, in Ontario Valley. And they're like, oh, what house? And you're mm. like, oh, 311. And everybody stops. You just hear everyone like scissors. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> and oh, you I had... just moved into the place with all the dead trees out front <laughs> and the wailing from the attic. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's actually how I felt when I moved to Halifax and Mars rented me a place there. And I'm in the newsroom of the, the station that we were working at. And they're like, oh, what part of town are you living in? And I told them. 
and everyone stopped and like the old squeaky yeah, officers, everyone's like, yeah. they're like, why are you living there? You're going to die. Yeah. And I'm like, Mars rented this for me. <laughs> like it's a super nice redone condo. <laughs> it's on the up and up. <laughs> It is now, apparently. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. But, uh, by the way, we are in the middle of the $1,000 conversation. So if you do have a story you want to add, shoot us a text, 56789. Mm. Give us a shout. You are automatically entered to win $1,000. The Conjuring House is up for sale. Yeah. And we want to know if you've ever lived in a famous, or you've been to a famous haunted house. Yeah, well-known haunted house. Well-known uh, one. Got another one here. Uh, Courtney, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Hey, good. Um, you worked in a haunted castle. I did. I oh, spent cool. a little bit of time in Ireland yeah. living and working in a castle. Yeah. You can Google it. So it's called Ball in a Hinch, and it was owned by a couple different people. One of them was apparently owned uh, by a pirate queen, <laughs> and oh. she was like a scorned lover. So there's like old stories about like men she killed <laughs> that like wander around the castle oh my gosh <laughs> oh the and like ball and hinge where castle. the employees lived like i lived it was kind of like a fairmont deal like i lived on the grounds. they had employee housing and we lived in the old horse stables and like you could totally still hear like horse like hose clipping at night and stuff <gasps> no really yeah, like 10 out of 10, still hear horse hose clipping. Like, where our eating hall was, was, like, in the bay where they'd, like, clean the horses and stuff. So it was all remodeled. And, like, in the faint distance, you just hear, like, Yeah. <laughs> like a horse walking around a stable and, like, that, when they shake yeah. their heads and they go, like that. Yeah. And I worked in the bar, because there's, like, a restaurant in a bar. I yeah. Bar, and we would do like late night champagne runs to people's rooms because oh. it was kind of like a bougie, fancy castle. Yeah, it looks to, like, bougie. Yeah. Halls. <laughs> oh. I had to like wander around castle halls, and it was like a maze, and like it totally felt like you were being watched. It was so <laughs> what a crazy experience! Good for you. How long did you work yeah. there for? I was there for like six months to a year. Cool. <laughs> right right on. COVID. Yeah. Holy <laughs> Working crap. Working in Ireland. That's yeah. rad. Yeah. It looks like a beautiful castle. I guess yeah, it, it totally changes at night though. <laughs> oh Ooh. yeah. It's beautiful. It's just eerie at night. Like closing up the bar at 2 a.m. when no one's around. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool thanks, story. Courtney. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Right. This castle, by the way, that she's talking about looks amazing. I think it is very expensive to stay there. Like, it's bougie. I'd thrown a picture on the app, but there's so many texts coming and it disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ballina. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an Ballina island. Ballina Hinch Castle. Give that a Google it's if about, you want to see. It's about 350 like, bucks a night. Look at the size of the property. Like, it is massive. Yeah, it's cool. And yeah. then even the inside, though, it looks... Gorgeous. It's gorgeous, mm -hmm. but looks like it's got some secrets. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for those stories. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. So if you want the uh, Conjuring film house, mm -hmm. it is up for sale. The one that Ed and Lorraine Warren visited in the 70s. If you want it, $1.2 Yeah, It's all yours. All right, the weekend is coming up. And with that, there's some morning weekend mistakes that can totally screw up your week afterwards. Let me know if you guys uh, follow any of this, and we'll see how many you guys are guilty of. This is what they say you shouldn't do on your weekend. Oh, no. I know. And I'm guessing first one, don't sleep in. That's number one, don't oh, sleep in. Isn't that what weekends are for? Don't sleep in. Researchers have found that having big variation in sleep and wake times lead to greater fatigue and less healthier behaviors overall. It's one thing getting to sleep in for maybe an extra hour, but getting up at 7 a.m.? 
on weekdays and then getting up at noon on Saturday <laughs> is, a bit, is a bit of a problem. So what should you do? You should get up on Saturday and Sunday morning the exact same time you do for work. Oh, forget that. <laughs> I'm not getting up in the four o'clock hour. Forget yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not getting up at 4.30. Yeah, sure. No way. The sun coming up is yeah. wonderful. And maybe I get to actually enjoy yeah. it with a cup of coffee. Yeah. No. No. No, no way. No, I want to I wanna see 7 a.m. and be like, oh, okay, I slept in. Yeah. This is nice. I know. I finally sat up in bed this morning at 4.40. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I couldn't imagine mm-hmm. that alarm going off at 4.30 on a Saturday. Sometimes it's a bad day when you forget that your yeah. alarm is on on your phone and yeah. then it goes off on the weekend. What a terrible day. Yeah. Is it that bad, though? I love that fall back asleep on a Saturday. Oh, where, you, where, where your body gets itself up, you're like, oh, not yet, baby. <laughs> sleep, my love. Yeah. <laughs> you back to bed, oh, that's a good feeling. The problem is, though, is I don't fall back asleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ginge yeah. can sleep Ging. on like a log. Yeah, or... I'm actually envious of your sleeping habits, Get Ging. a little yawny. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> don't close that curtain. <laughs> don't close it. Uh, number two, not hydrating. Apparently, we all stop drinking water on the weekend. And no, that's not because you guys are replacing that with beer. Uh, it's just because, I guess, we don't drink enough water. When you're at work, you're around it. You've always, you're walking around with your water bottle. You've always got your water. I will say, before Contigo bottled, like, the yeah. water bottle life, yeah. I didn't drink nearly enough water. Probably not. Because I'm not walking around with a glass of water. Exactly. But this Contigo, I drag it outside. It it's, goes everywhere yeah, with you. I kick it around. It's yeah. just around me all the time, and I keep it full. Yeah, they also say because of Friday and Saturday nights, you actually might have one or two more beers than you normally would Mm -hmm. drink a lot of water. Uh, Not prepping for the week ahead. You should relax on the weekend, obviously, but they also say prepare yourself. Things like meal prepping. Even just thinking about recipes you want to try will make you feel better going into your week. Well, yeah, I do meal prep breakfast. You know what they say too on this? Yeah. Is know what you're going to have for dinner. All week? All All week. week. I don't know. I like a surprise. Do you? Yeah, they like say, I surprised us earlier uh, in the week with cedar plank salmon. You did. It was, that was awesome. Good. I didn't plan it. I just had them in the jar. They do say, especially for families, getting home from work and knowing what you're going to make for dinner for everybody is a lot easier than you standing there and being like, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know what we're doing. You guys want toast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> toast is good. Nutella and toast. Nutella and toast. <laughs> and they also say, regardless of the season, do your best to get outside. Mm-hmm. Even if it's minus 40 in the middle of January, get outside. Get fresh air, even if it's just a half an hour. Being outside is all kinds of health benefits, and research shows that more uh, morning light exposure is good for you. So get out first thing in the morning. I will say, the morning air is nice. I don't know if it's different air. I don't know. It just feels better. Like, if I get up uh, earlier on the weekend Mm -hmm. and eat some breakfast, and I roll my ass off the couch, I'm like, just go get, get moving. If I'm outside before 10 a.m., that's a good start to the day. Yeah, it is a good start to the day. Right? I agree. Because I'll have, I'll start whatever project I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And then before I know it, I'm like, oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. I, I'm done this project. Go upstairs. Look at the time. I'm like, oh, it's only 1130 or yeah. 12 o'clock. I'm like, this is perfect. And your chores are done. Yeah. And, and you've been outside yeah. for a bit. And bag. now you have like yeah. a full, beautiful day. Yeah. Indeed. So there you go. Some tips mm-hmm. for you guys for having an awesome weekend. Remember, it is the $1,000 conversation. So any text or phone call in this hour automatically is entered to win $1,000. We'll randomly draw a name uh, right before nine o'clock this morning. Yeah, yeah. I do want to talk about this. So our phone number seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. 489 4669 Our text 56789. Mm-hmm. Have you ever 
accidentally sent a message complaining about a person to that person via text. Like by accident? Mm-hmm. Oh. Sent a message complaining about a person. Oh, my God. To that person. That would be terrible. I guarantee this happens all the time with email, right? Now, everyone has accidentally texted the wrong person or the wrong group at some point, and it's always really awkward. Yeah. But have you ever accidentally sent a message complaining about a person to that person? In an online poll, 17% of people admit that they have, and it was really bad. Mm. Because I've seen, uh, I once again, I hate group emails. So do I. And I hate that reply all button. Me too. It's... Sure, it's handy in some cases, but yeah. there's terrible situations. We've had the Oof. we've had those situations on our work email mm-hmm. numerous times over the years where you're like, "Oh, I shouldn't have got this email." Yeah, and they're juicy. I love reading them, but I as long as they're not talking about me, it's juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's also times like when if you're in like a group text. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see the chain. You can see the chain. And then like, and you're in there responding as well. Yeah. And then like, let's say I'm in the text message, crashes in the text message, gingers in the check text message. And all of a sudden I'm like, wow, these ideas are really bad. Yeah. So I'll send a message to crash being like, are you reading this? These are horrible. We mm-hmm. should come up with our own and I'll send it to crash. And then I'll be like, oh, <gasps> did you send it to so the group? Oh yeah. Who is seeing Oh, so that's why now I just call Ginger Crash to complain about people. Absolutely. Yeah. I just call you. Never put it in writing. That's a policy (laughs) here on the show. Never put it in writing. (laughs) (laughs) If you are with the Crash and Mar show, do not write anything down ever. That's the only time I answer my phone or make a call. (laughs) Never put it in writing. (laughs) So Ginger will pick up his phone. I'll be like, are you seeing these texts? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's like, just text me. No. Never put it (laughs) in writing. Put it in writing. <laughs> oh, all right. So give us a shout. It is the $1,000 conversation. Did you accidentally send a message complaining about a person to that person? Call Crash and Mars. Mars. 489-4669. Join the $1,000 conversation. Now radio. We're talking about also uh, blasting the wrong mm. text to someone. Oh, God. <sighs> and were you talking about them? <laughs> oh. Have you ever accidentally sent a message complaining about a person to that person? In an online poll, 17% of people say, I've totally done this. 77% say, I, I haven't done it. And 6% say, I don't know, maybe I did it. <laughs> you accidentally text Bill complaining about Bill's behavior. Yeah. How do you get out of that with Bill? You send an LOL? Or do you say, was a different Bill? Or a different Bill? Lots of Bills? Does, can no LOL scrub that much? Uh, oh, I or don't know. a JK? Yeah, I don't like, know. Oh, just, maybe, maybe you need both LOL and a JK. Maybe that'll yeah double down on it. A couple of cry and laugh emojis? Yeah, I think oh. so. Either way, you're hooped. That, uh, that's yeah. why I don't like group text. Because... Yeah. I don't know who's on this text. Like, it only shows, like, two names, and then there's a whole other line of stuff. And then when you reply, who's getting it? So anytime I get a group message, I delete it right out of my phone. Mm. Especially once you start crossing, crossing platforms. If you're grouping with your Android friends, yeah. and then an iPhone pops in, yeah. all of a sudden they're getting individual messages, they're not getting the whole thread. Yeah, yeah how does that work? Text now to what's being messaged? Yeah. I don't right. know. It, there's tons of bad situations mm-hmm. rolling in here. Um, let's do... Uh, here, Matt can start things up. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how are you? Doing pretty good. good. Um, You sent a a message about someone to that person, and you didn't intend it, right? Yeah, it was it was one of those like, (laughs) look at this guy sort sort of texts, right? Oh God! 
<laughs> um, but it's funny, you mentioned just sending an LOL or a JK. You'd be surprised how well that actually works. Oh, did it work oh. for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the only problem is, I think this is kind of what shifts you. It, like, the problem is, it slowly turned me into that D-bag in the office. Because, like, <laughs> now I have to change my personality into the kind of guy who walks in and sort of goes, Hey, working hard or hardly working? Nah. Oh, because you, go, yeah, cause you, gotta, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta own that text that so you sent now. what was the text message that you sent, can you say? It really was just something as simple as like, check it, oh, look at this guy. Like like the, yeah. yeah, like this guy looks Doing ridiculous. This meeting. Ah, I hate the way he talks. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then you immediately followed that up with an LOL, yeah, winky yeah. smiley just face. Just kidding, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Now every time I go into the office, I gotta slightly rip the guy and yeah. sort of wean myself off it. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. how you committed to it. I like too. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Absolutely, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye, bye. Well, because now he's that winky smiley face yeah. eh, eh, kind of guy. Yeah, you can't admit that it was a wrong text. You gotta double down. You need to now text everyone in the office terrible things about him. Yeah. Right. You and they're like, yeah, right? he's a terrible human <laughs> being. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Kyle, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how are you doing today? Hey, doing good. Um, uh, what, what was your mistake in text? Well, it's kind of just like the most embarrassing story of my life. But um, I, uh, I was a truck driver way back when, and I was in the middle of nowhere in, uh, in Idaho, and there was all this construction for like two hours. And uh, I had drank just a ton of coffee, like just a ton of coffee. Yep. And, yep. Uh, and anyway, I'm getting desperate to, you know, use the washroom and uh finally uh after two hours and I, i'm I, I and there's nowhere to stop no sides of the road pure construction uh i'm going 20 kilometers an hour i, I i'm absolutely desperate and uh, the worst happens i cannot hold it anymore and okay. it's kind of thing and, and it lands on the seat and that's really what you however, crapped yourself or you peed no, on the you peed God, on the seat. No, I peed. I peed. God. Okay, all right. Oh. Okay, sorry. I wouldn't I wouldn't be calling this in if that was <laughs> Listen now, right, I totally crap myself. Well, when you say it landed on the seat, I'm picturing a, a two hitting it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I get that, but I well, I'm going with splashed here, man. Okay, 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 okay all right, all right. Okay. Splash. So this is my boss's truck too. So um Anyway, I, uh, I I finally get to where I can clean up, but I'm feeling absolutely disgusting. And I text my ex-wife at the time, and I say, "You can't, you can't believe this possibly happened." I said, "I said then I said, I said laugh out loud, don't don't tell the boss." Well, I didn't hear a reply for like 20, 30 minutes, and yeah. so I thought I'd check my phone. And turns out I texted that to the boss. Oh, and I said, you peed all over his truck. <laughs> I, I then I then I didn't know what to do. I panicked, so I just sent back a little laugh out loud, totally joking. Yeah, but you can't and, reply uh, half an hour later. <laughs> I, I know, I know. So that was uh, that, I can't. God, I can't believe I even told you oh, guys. Oh, I love it! Okay. I love it. Did the did the laugh yeah. out loud like winky smiley face? Jk, did that work? Did your boss think you were kidding? Oh God, no! No, yeah. Oh, God, no. No, he didn't even respond. He was just like, uh, uh, I, I, I could tell he was, he was pissed, and I had been pissed. So sorry, excuse me. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's all right, pal. Oh, oh what a bad situation! Oh. I, love, I love the thirty-minute window, though. You're like, huh? Oh and no! Like, oh, like, well, maybe, maybe she's grocery shopping, right? <laughs> or, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Kyle. Oh, thanks, Kyle. Right, thanks, okay, okay, bye-bye. bye bye.
Yeah, that's a bad oh, one, eh? Could oh. you imagine? I borrowed Ginger's car and then actually <laughs> accidentally text my pistol. Because <laughs> even if you sent me that follow-up LOL smile, even if I believe the smiley face, yeah. as soon as I open the car door, you yeah, yeah. see the seat full of piss. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So that text was legit. Thanks for the heads up. (laughs) That was a great story. Um, Oh, Kyle. uh, Let's do um, Megan. Megan, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, You accidentally blasted your ex with a terrible message. You didn't mean to send it to him, right? Uh, Well, we were actually dating at the time. This was when we first started dating. Um, And I. We were sitting on the couch together, and I'm just not the person to be super touchy-feely. Like, I'm just not that kind of person. And so he was just, yeah, overboard. And he left to go to the washroom, and I texted my friend, and I said, what am I going to do? He's so clingy. Like, I can't stand him. Yeah, and so he got the text message, and I, my, oh, my gosh. I even, like, I still, like, my stomach, like, kind of, like, falls down, like, as soon as I even think about it, because it's still so horrifying. Um, but he actually, like, he's like, you know what? Like, you, like think about what you want and get back to me. And so, basically, I left. Oh, my God. And, like, a three, I know. We had a three-day stint of, like, I was, like, just, we are like, not seeing each other. And then... I don't know why, like, I changed my mind, but it's kind of funny because we were married for, uh, we were together for nine years after that. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So yeah. it did work, it did work out so after it, the fact, it, but. It did work out. Well, now we are, we're divorced now, which is kind of interesting, but we do have a son together and stuff. But I do remember that, uh, that time where I sent a text to my friend thinking that it was, oh, him, yeah. and it wasn't, it was. Yeah, I'm that happy you guys brutal. were able to like get past that because that's big. Yeah. Oh, it was, and I I just think I wasn't used to it because in my previous relationship I just had a lot of scars, a lot of hangups. Sure. From it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd be totally devastated if oh, I got a text gosh, like that. No kidding. Oh, man. Thanks for sharing, Megan. Though, have a great day. Yep. You too. Okay. Bye bye. Could you imagine I, oh. you get up to go to the bathroom and you get a text message from your lover? Yeah. Saying, "What am I going to do? This guy's way too clingy." When she's in the can, or no, he, he he's was. in the can and she's on the couch and she's like. As soon as she hits send in the can, she hears bing. Well, she felt so bad, she stayed with him for nine years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a lot of gills. You should have threw an LOL. Oh, my gosh. Let's do, yeah, we'll throw one more in here. Jason's been hanging on. How you doing, Jason? Not too bad. Excellent, excellent. Your mom did this. She sent literally a horrible message to that person. No, my mom sent a message to my wife. Oh, oh no. And my wife was about eight months pregnant. Yep. And we were also dealing with my stepmom, who was being a pain. Yep. And so my wife snapped, and she meant to forward it to me, but instead she hit reply (gasps) and cussed my mom out. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. She meant to vent to you. She meant to send it to me just to vent. Just yeah. to get it out of her system. But instead, she hit reply by mistake. <laughs> was it just scathing? Whoopsie. My, oh, it was scathing. <laughs> it was, she used about every cuss word you could think of. What did your mom say? She didn't talk to us for almost a year. Oh, it was that scathing? Not a word for almost a year. And I did try to apologize once 
basically saying, look, she's eight months pregnant. Yeah. Hormones are raging. Yep. And we're dealing with the stepmom. You just had bad timing. Yeah. Didn't matter. Oh, didn't matter. it didn't matter. She did not want to hear a word. <laughs> she was not having it. Oh, no. <laughs> now, now, she acts, now she acts like it never happened. But every now and then, my wife will just go, I can't believe I hit reply. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, oh, I should have looked. You know I what, though? Looked. When you're emotional and moving fast, yeah. sometimes that happens. Oh. Oh. No, no, I fully get it. It's, I was dying laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Still laugh about it today. Oh, absolutely, if I, absolutely. If what she a story. knew I was telling you this story, I'd probably be getting strangled. Right now. <laughs> yeah. She's going to vent to us about you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's our next caller. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, thanks, Jason. Yeah. Okay, take care. Too. Oh, he said scathing. Yeah, and Jason risking it all for that. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he bring this back up? It's his mom and his wife. Oh, oh no, I love it. I love bucks. it. Yeah, yeah, a thousand yeah, bucks is on the ground here. Yeah. yeah, his wife will be happy if he wins. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, let's fire this up now. now. Let's give away a grand. Yes, right. Now, Woo! this is the $1,000 Conversation Now Radio. Yes! What a Friday. Oh, man. Yeah, remember, though, you guys have to answer your phones, okay? If you don't answer your phone, we move on to the next person because we have to give this $1,000 away right now. Yeah. Every single person who has contributed to a conversation this hour yeah. uh, is uh, entered here, and we got a bunch of envelopes. got to pull from that. We do. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Which one we got? There you go. Yeah. Totally random. This could right. be anyone listening right now. Could be anyone listening phone. right oh now. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. All right. All right. You guys better answer. That's Someone's a, in a hurry. Yeah. What are you going to say? Is that a 587? I think it's 587. Is that a 587? I think so. Because it's not 78. This is a call to which long distance. Oh, come on. All right, all right. Whatever it was, it wasn't right. <laughs> what happened to you, Crash? You were so quick. Like, yeah. I went out for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Probably had one too many drinks. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. Awesome. Do you know why we're calling? I think it has something to do with a thousand bucks. You just yeah! won a thousand dollars! Mel, 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 Oh, that's awesome. Mel, did you call or did you text? I texted. Oh, okay. and what was your story about? Um, so my boyfriend at the time was driving me home and the whole date was just really awkward and weird and he was trying to standoffish so oh I no my best friend yeah oh. i i texted her to say like something's up wouldn't it be funny if you broke up with me lol and i sent it to him no no yeah. his car had bluetooth and he was like oh no 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 it read your text out loud this terrible robotic voice oh wouldn't it be crazy if he broke up with me? And he's like, um, what? Mel. 
Uh, no, the worst part is he said, wow, I actually was going to. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah! Oh, no! That's awful! No. I know. That's why he was acting squirrely all night. <laughs> yeah, because oh. he was waiting for the right time to dump you. Yep. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm guessing after that text, the that was official. It. Oh, yeah. It was awkward. The ride home. You know, oh. just thanks for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you say? Exactly. What's done is done. What else do you say? And hey, look, now that story just won you $1,000. Yeah, right? That is awesome. Yeah. There you go. There you oh, go. Congratulations, Mel. We're going to put you back on hold. I'll be with you here in about like two seconds. So don't hang Perfect. up, okay? Okay. Okay, thanks, guys. No problem. Don't oh. hang up. Has anyone ever been dumped like that? Turn left in oh. 300 meters to dump Mel. Poking <laughs> 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 up over the robotic Bluetooth voice? Oh, no. Oh. And like she blasted it and then beep boop. And he's like, oh. oh. And she's like, no. <laughs> Play. <laughs> I think that this guy is going to dump me very soon. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, well, one or a thousand bucks. So there you go. Great That's message. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. All right, your next chance to win one thousand dollars comes up. What's today? Oh, today's, oh, today's Friday. Today's oh. Friday. Oh, I gotta get an email. email. Was there an email? Yeah, there was an email. There was. Who sent it out here? Sarah did. Who's Sarah? No, I'm just kidding. Sarah did. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I got it. Ooh, Rach has it. Ooh, good. Monday, five o'clock with Rachel. Your next chance to win one thousand dollars. So make sure you're hanging out with Rach on your way home from work. Congratulations to Mel. Yes. Oh, I love giving away a thousand bucks. And I love that text. That story is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Instagram. 1023 Now Radio. Let's do some news here on this Friday, September the 24th. So this is a terrifying story. A WestJet flight carrying 59 passengers was forced to make an emergency landing at the Edmonton International Airport yesterday morning after reports of flames from the engine tailpipe. Oh, my God. The Boeing 737 was traveling from Calgary to Fort McKay, Alberta. A spokesperson said the engine continued to produce partial power and the aircraft managed to land safely. The crew, they say, had, quote, no engine fire indication. Shouldn't there be a sensor that's like, hey, your, engine's, your engine's on fire? Oh, well, yeah, you think, right? It's an airplane. Partial power doesn't sound like a lot of power either. <laughs> Was it like... Oh, <laughs> my God, could you imagine? Oh. Do you think so? Did someone, if the crew wasn't alerted, did like one of the passengers look out the window and see something wrong? I, I wonder if it like they could see it. But would, you wouldn't see it from the tail. Oh, right. Like if, because uh, I didn't even know there's an engine in the tail, but because yeah. you said it was a tail fire, I yeah, it was a tailpipe. I didn't know that planes had tailpipes. <laughs> oh, from the engine tailpipe. So you would. St- it's still the engine. Oh, so it's just oh, a tailpipe. What's, what's yeah, the maybe engine tailpipe. Well, I thought I thought you were like talking about the back of the plane, but no, I guess I it's from the, engine it's the engines tailpipe. on the wings. Yeah. The tailpipe off that. Yeah. Where's that? Well, under the wing. Under then. the wing. So you would see it. You can yeah. see that. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. That would be terrifying. that blind. Bright. (laughs) Headphones on. (laughs) Now, the good news is, of course, no one was injured. The aircraft did manage to land safely. It was just a little little scary moment there for some people heading to Fort McKay, Alberta. Kind of crazy. I would not want that to happen on my plane. Oh, God, no. You would think the worst, right? The spokesperson now says that the aircraft was removed from service for a maintenance inspection. I bet. Yeah, I bet. If you blow an engine on a plane, can you land? Well, it sounds like I think one, for some reason one engine can get the job done, which makes no sense to me. Yeah. You think it'd be uh, 
top uh, like top heavy then. Well, yeah, I, th- I feel like you would auto- automatically go in a circle. Just go in circles. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Mm, so, good Terrifying. news is everybody there is going to be a-okay. Oh, yeah. Planes can totally fly safely with one engine. Huh, good to know. That is good to know. I would not want to see my engine with flames, though. Yeah, I agree. If you're looking around outside and thinking, man, it's dry out, even though we've had a few storms roll through, uh, if you're thinking back on the summer and you're like, boy, oh boy, we got zero rain, you wouldn't be wrong. In all of Edmonton's recorded weather history, the summer of 2021 has now gone down as the driest. Wow. Normally, the city receives 233 millimeters of precipitation on average during the season, and only 86.3 millimeters of rain fell this summer. Oh, she's right. That is less than 40% of normal rainfall for our province in the summer season. Holy crap. That's not good at all. Although, uh, yeah, our cedar's at home. All of a sudden, they're going like orangey-brown. I'm like, "Ah, those shouldn't be changing for fall. That's not good. Yeah. I put the garden hose on it. And it's running, it's running, it's yeah. running. I'm like, when is it going to puddle? <laughs> it just kept sucking Soak it, up the soaking water. It in. Yeah. If you're also thinking to yourself, man, we're as windy here as the plains of Saskatchewan now. Mm. For anybody who's lived in Regina, you know that all too well. Uh, yeah, strong winds were very frequent here in the city of Edmonton. An average summer yields 24 strong wind events. Okay. But in our province, 35 were recorded for 2021. Oh, I feel like even more should be recorded. That's how many, well, like, strong wind events, yeah. not just windy days. You know, they don't That's even put a lot. It, well, like some days when the wind is hitting like 70, 80, like when do they put a wind warning out? That feels like a wind warning. Because like you yeah. see like uh, weather in like Toronto or Vancouver, they're like crazy wind warning and the, they're like the wind is going to hit 60. Or 50. Yeah. Like, like that's today like, we're hitting 40. Yeah, that's like our days here. Yeah. Well, it's right? all relative though, right? Like they don't get the same, like uh, I think we hit, their cold weather warning hits a lot earlier than ours does. Ah, good point. Yeah. Because we're, we're tougher. Yeah. A little hardier. Yeah. There was also the issues of tornadoes, which we had none, really. We only had two tornadoes confirmed this year, both of which confirmed on June the 5th. Hmm. We didn't have them here. Uh, I mean, like, that's obviously a good thing. No one wants to see property damage. Or Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one, my water bill just showed me how dry it was. Yeah, so did mine, actually. <laughs> yeah. So was this, because no tornadoes, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, warm weather, good. Yeah. Too hot, not good. Mm-hmm. Too much rain, bad. No rain, bad. bad. So was this a good summer? No, it was a bad summer. But it was a pretty nice summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, <laughs> it was a yeah. pretty decent summer. It's not good for the farmers. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's good for the farmers. What are your thoughts on this, James? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this summer did come as the fifth lowest for lightning as well in the last 20 years we just didn't get those big lightning storms this year so that's good though right no lightning good no I, lightning, no lightning good. good i like lightning but lightning bad for fire but like oh, mm, and yeah. and dry dry bush and dry bush that's right <sighs> but but bush dry because no weather to bring lightning yeah so dry bush I no lightning like, good wait is, i feel like we're back on da da dumb ginger ripped his brains out of his nostrils <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah. So it was a, a mediocre summer? Well, they don't say whether it was good or bad. Just, I'm going to say it was great. They say, here's what they do say. Sorry, farmers. These are not my words, that this summer was, quote, unique. And they say that it was a unique summer for our area with the prolonged and extreme heat. Yeah. The dry, dry air. 
the long-term ramifications are probably terrible. They are terrible. This shows that things are changing and it's probably bad for the uh, the globe as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like for 2021, right? Not a bad not summer. a bad summer. Uh, Judy's saying no one wants a dry bush either. Okay, <laughs> Judy. Judy, moisturize, moisturize. <laughs> thank you, Judy, for your comments. <laughs> Old wet bush Judy. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it was a hurricane all summer. It was indeed. All right, this isn't a great stat, but maybe it's one that we can say happens. Almost one in every two marriage ends in divorce, according to statistics. And I mean, that's not news to us. We probably all know that by now. But were you aware that your likelihood of getting divorced is higher when your friends' marriages end in divorce? Mm-hmm. Or when your family members' marriages end in divorce? It's a new phenomenon out called the divorce contagion. And it's been explored by scientists. One study found that you are 75% more likely to get divorced if you have a close friend who is also divorced. Oh, wow. Is that because you look at their life and you're like, they're free? I wonder. Look how much fun they're having now. Or if if (laughs) if that divorced friend is a miserable Matt. And he and, becomes happy. And then knowing you oh. <laughs> you start to like, you know, listen to him a lot. Right. And see like, oh, maybe I'm as miserable as Matt. Maybe spouses oh. are bad. Maybe spouses are bad. What's Spouse more? bad? <laughs> <laughs> what's more, people are 147% more likely to split up if they have several divorced friends Ooh. in their social network. Now that is, of course, compared to people who are married and who hang out with mostly married people. Well, is it? I wonder if it's shame then to keeping us married. Because mm-hmm. if no one you know is divorced, then you don't want to be the one that gets. The, you don't want to be the divorcee. The group. Yeah, you don't want right. to be the first one. Even having a divorced brother or sister means that you are twenty-two percent more likely to get divorced yourself. Hmm. While having divorced coworkers increases your chances of splitting up with a partner by. 50%. Oh, look at this. The breakup contagion was obvious in my friend group last year. Really? Everyone uh, broke up. Do you ever sit back and run the numbers on like, I've got a couple sisters and a brother all married. Yeah. I've got several uh, friends yeah. all married. And I'm just waiting for the for the shoes to start oh, dropping. Oh, they'll start dropping. Who do you think will uh, be the first oh, divorce Oh, he's not going to say on the air. I've told them. Okay. <laughs> they know who they are. They know who they are. But uh, right then, mathematically. Yeah. Yeah, some of these relationships will start ending. Yeah, and because if they don't end, maybe maybe me and Rachel are the statistic. Who knows? I hate them too. You should have seen the messages Rachel was blasting me last night. Okay, like, it was. Wow. It was. She does it every year on his birthday. I will say it was a birthday <laughs> treat. <laughs> you know what's funny though is like like our neighbors who have lived out in our neighborhood for like four, 30, 40 years. Yeah. They tell stories about how there used to be a big group of friends that all hung out. Yeah, yeah. And then slowly, one after another, they all started to get divorced and they had to sell the houses in the neighborhood and move away. And and then all of a sudden, you were down to just kind of like 30% of the original couples. Well, can you start picking teams too? Well, yeah, exactly. Now you got to take a side. Yeah. Yeah, if you're friends, obviously, with both of them, now you take a side and you can't hang out with both of them anymore. This text here says, uh, hey guys, I just got divorced. Now my closest friend is thinking about getting divorced. Hmm. This one here says, I got divorced after seeing how happy and successful my friends were divorced instead of staying in an unhappy marriage. Life is great now. Well, yeah, but if you have a friend that's uh, miserable and then all of a sudden now they have a new lease on life and they're just happy living life, you're like, oh my God, that's, that's nice. I didn't know that you were this individual. And then you look at, then you look in the mirror and look at your own life. You're like, am I this person? And you're like, wow, is that happiness actually attainable? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Can I be happy? <laughs> so should you have your, your guard up, your radar up, if your spouse, your husband, your wife starts hanging out with uh, divorced Divorce, people? Maybe. There should be a checklist for this. This text from Chad on the north side says, your theory on divorces is right. I'm divorced twice, my older brother twice, my younger brother wants to be, get divorced, and my mom and dad are divorced. Mm. It's a trend. Yeah, I think your uh, study there is totally accurate. Yeah, I think it is too. Another one, I have two brothers married to their third wife. I just left my third husband. Oh. This text here says, does anyone know a good divorce lawyer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. You're all on your third? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the whole family, yeah. I have two brothers married to their third wife. I just left my third husband. Are you yeah. buying divorces in bulk? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> you well, got a punch card? Well, Dave's doing it, I guess. We may as well. Right? They already got the lawyer. Change things up. Hmm. Yeah, it, everyone is saying that this study is absolutely... Can you say the same, though, too, for married... Like with you, when you're, uh, you know, you're younger and all your friends are getting married, does the marriage contagion happen? Well, yeah. Where yeah, everybody that's starts case. to get married, yeah. married, 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 married. You can only take your girlfriend to so many weddings until you have to oh, marry Oh, God, yeah. Until yeah, you right? have to marry her, yeah. 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 Anytime you get asking, an invite, you're like, son of a... Next one will be yours. Uh, like, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> Smack the flower out of Rachel's hands. <laughs> Don't catch this. <laughs> I was always that girl that went to the weddings who was standing on the dance floor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. at the back having a cigarette and I get hit in the face with the bouquet and I just walk away. <laughs> Not happening. No. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. So, I don't know. It's interesting that they're looking into that, though. Ultimately, you gotta be happy. Yeah, and ultimately you do. Ultimately, you have to be happy. For those of you who are sitting around your phone right now, did you just look at it? What do you mean? Like, as soon as you said that? Yeah. Did you just look at it again? Oh, yeah. Do you oh, want to look at it right now? Oh, now I do. I'll take a gander. Yeah. Since 9 o'clock, how many times have you guys had a look at your phones? Well, I've, I have so much action on our Insta, Crash Mars, all one oh, word, if you want to. You know what? Nice I've noticed. Do I don't do I don't touch my phone all morning. The two of you are on your phones all well, morning. Well, I'm trying to do social while the show's are happening. You? No one else What's is. your excuse? What do you mean? Checking Twitter. <laughs> Checking Twitter? <laughs> well, the freaking thing bleeps and I got to look, right? You're like, oh, what, what was that? You get like a text or a message. You, it's weird. It's flashing. I got to... Right? And I got now wow suggestions like Travis just sent me one. Yeah. Happy Friday. Is this a gym jam? Yeah, he's suggesting some uh, beats and stuff. Well, thanks, Travis. Yeah, thanks, Trav. Yeah, Joy sent me a picture there. Yeah. Courtney. Oh, I sent. Oh, this, this is a great one. Courtney just sent me a message uh, thanking me for a link I sent her because she sent me yesterday. Good evening. My husband was listening to your show this morning and you guys were talking about a dip from Costco. He can't remember the name of it. <laughs> what Costco dip was it? Thanks in advance. So I sent her the Costco Get link that to that La Terra Fina uh, queso. Yes. And then she just replied. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you. But you know, you don't need to be doing that right now. She needs acknowledgement but immediately. We were doing a live broadcast. It's called multi talented. All nope, right. Not well, talented. Not nope, Called it all. <laughs> no. Multitasking. <That> incorrect. <laughs> what are we doing right now? <laughs> exactly. Well, you shouldn't be surprised then to find out that you're not alone. Like Crash and Ginge, you guys are checking your phones an ungodly amount. <laughs> Some people even have apps that tell them how often they do it. I hate that my phone will be like, oh, you used your phone two hours longer this week than last yeah. week. Oh, and I checked my, oh, uh, I hate that. I checked my Insta stats a couple days ago. I'm yeah. like, how much time am I spending per day on Insta? It's about uh, 40 minutes. A day? A day. That doesn't seem unreasonable. I know, I felt like, I thought it would be a lot more, but yeah, my totals on there is 40 minutes. I don't believe that at all. You spent 900 minutes during this show alone. No, but I open and close it. So it's like 20 seconds here, 10 seconds there. Just a quick hit. Yeah, yeah. Just to Insta's, get you through the day. Insta's not going to lie to me. All right, well, a new tech company says that North Americans check their phones 96 times a day. 
When you break that down, that's once every 10 minutes in your waking hours. Mm. Oh. That's up 20% from a pull. Now, what, now what are you looking at? Well, I got a, Mars got me a sweet new watch for uh, my birthday. Oh, he's got a smartwatch. Yeah, yeah, Ginge, check it out. Look at, look how sweet the screen is. Oh! Yeah, that's. God berate Mars. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mars gave me a watch. On? Yeah. She no. Reload the desktop. She no, preloaded I... the background on my watch with a picture of her face. So he remembers. <laughs> um, what now? So now you're, you put down your phone, but you're checking your phone on your watch. Well, yeah, and this new watch has so many new features. It takes time to learn them. Are we buying these things not to use them? <laughs> right? You you bought him the watch. It'd be rude of him not to look at it constantly. Right? Yeah, I've done uh, over a thousand steps this morning. Well, that's, that's pretty great. good. Again, the average person checks their phone 96 times per day. Once about every 10, ten minutes that you're awake. Mm -hmm. That's up 20% from a similar poll that was done in 2017. And by the way, it's up 1,000% from how often people would look at their pocket watches and rotary phones 60 years ago. Well, yeah, you're not looking at that. What are you checking your rotary phone for? <laughs> All the digits the, still there? To see if the paper peeled off, your your uh, contact list is peeled off the phone. I just threw that in there to see if you guys are paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be a bad thing, though. They say that nearly half of people say their smartphones help them achieve more work-life balance, not less. So I guess because you're connected to your home. I so guess. So your work-life balance feels mm -hmm. on. I suppose. So mm. there you go. For those of you who have been uh, out in the bush, uh, maybe you've been to one of our fantastic Alberta lakes. Maybe you've done a little canoeing in the province or even in British Columbia. What would you do if you were attacked by a beaver? A beaver? Do you think that beavers even attack? Well, I saw a couple wild beavers this summer. Big beavers? A uh, big, yeah, big, uh, big beaver, big flapper old on its beaver? back. Young beaver. Um, there was some old beaver. There was some young beaver. Uh, it was when we were kayaking, and they do not like kayaks. I don't think we've ever heard though of a, a Canadian beaver attacking. We've had it slapping a person. Oh, that's like it a came, warning. It came near the kayak and gave a hearty slap. And then peered out of the water and went... Whoop. Yeah. Uh -oh. And you can see those piercing eyes of that beaver. A man in Massachusetts uh, said that it, there's one thing that you guys have to worry about about being out in the bush. Didn't say black bears or venomous snakes. He did say, though, that you guys need to be particularly now paranoid about beaver attacks. He, his name is Mark Piracinini. He says that he was minding his own business, taking a dip in a pond off of a hiking trail when he encountered what he initially believed was a, quote, weird mutant lake trout. Oh. Right. The 73-year-old man quickly discovered he'd drawn the ire of a beaver, hmm. which attempted to, quote, bite his head off after surfacing, sparking a five-minute beaver attack where he said he found himself fighting for his life. I don't know. I find, uh, like, anytime we're around a beaver at the lake... Like, they flapped, they're like, get out of here, and then they just scoot away. The 73-year-old man said he started to punch the beaver. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fist that beaver. Get he it said, out of there. He, <laughs> he said he repeatedly threw punches over the course of the or ordeal, and the strength of his punch did absolutely nothing to dissuade the beaver oh from attacking to him. <laughs> they do have those huge fangs. They do. Yeah. He said he eventually traded his fight strategy to flight strategy. 
And he said this, quote, by the time I got to the shore, I was exhausted. If I had to swim 10 more yards, I would have been drowned. If the beaver had come on shore, he would have finished me off. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Did he not have his glasses on? He said, I would not have been able to fight him off. He would have finished killing me. Jeez. That is uh, pretty intense. Now, in addition to the bite marks scattered across his body and at the hospital, they did notice multiple chunks of flesh missing because the beaver managed to tear off. He also broke a finger during his hand-to-hand combat and tore a tendon in his wrist during the the attack. So the beaver attacked him originally when he was swimming. Yes. I just Googled it here. Um, If trapped or cornered, a beaver will attack a human. So the beaver should have felt threatened look at the fangs on that thing yeah look at that well they take down trees right which is awesome to see oh yeah yeah. it's pretty funny yeah you see him blast a bunch of trees for sure so i want to know from you guys Mm 780-489-4669 text us if you like as well at 56789 this man's tail to me feels a little tall that's a bit much right that's i i I gave it a google too and like no other stories for beaver attacks in canada i feel like our beavers are cute are our beavers really nice yeah are they really sweet? Are they mean? Like, when was the last time you were around a beaver? I've, I can hear the beaver sometimes when you're out, like, the wetlands. Yeah. You hear them slapping in the distance. Yeah. They can get up to over 100 pounds. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. No. World's a big boys. Biggest beaver ever recorded, 110 pounder taken in northern Wisconsin. Remember when you thought you were looking at a dirty boulder, and then, then it started moving? It was a beaver. I did think it was a big old muddy <laughs> boulder. What do we do uh, come beaver attack? Because they're, they're mammals, right? You just drown it? You just hold it underwater? Well, no, just, oh, don't, don't do that. Just what do you know yet? That doesn't <laughs> work. Do They're like, you joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want you guys to prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Has anybody been attacked by one of our adorable Canadian beavers? The Crash and Mars Show. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. We're learning. Uh, in case you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about this man who was almost gnawed to death yeah. by a beaver. He is now sharing the gory details of what he says was an unprovoked attack in New England in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Mars didn't think beavers were dangerous. No. Turns out they may be an apex predator. There's a whole Wikipedia page full of beaver attacks. What? Which uh, I had no idea. A 60-year-old fisherman in Belarus was murdered in 2013 by murdered. a Murdered? The mauling of an elderly woman in Virginia by a rabid beaver. And there was an attack on a Boy Scout leader in Pennsylvania. Oh, not a Boy Scout. But are these all yeah. rabid beavers or beavers that are like, how's she going, a Canadians? I think every beaver's a little rabid. I put a picture of a beaver on the app there. How could that beaver be bad? Is that a beaver? The In the picture? That oh, I posted? That's not Crash's picture. Where's Crash's picture? Oh, there's That's Crash's a puppet. Pictures. What are you talking about? That's a real beaver. That used to be a living beaver. Yeah, that's a <laughs> taxidermied beaver. Ah, look at the blood on his teeth. He <laughs> <laughs> killed a man. <laughs> look, here. You know what? Here, I've got a beaver photo for you guys. <laughs> Quick, get download the app. Mars posted Mars beaver, beaver photos. <laughs> <laughs> we got that new fancy app. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a cute beaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Here. You're talking. It's a beaver you're going to want to look at. It's look. furry, too? Yeah, it is. Listen. Here it is. Really. Does it have some bite? Yeah, it's... Beavers well, have bite. Well, this one doesn't. Here you go. Look at that. Let's see this beaver. Oh, that's... Like, come on. It's an inviting beaver. That beaver has lips. I know. It's cute. It's a mischievous beaver. That's beavers, not a... That's not beavers a beaver. have lips? Yeah. 
The beavers have different sizes of lips. Sometimes just, you can see the beaver lips. Sometimes they're more... Okay. I just feel like Canadian <laughs> beavers are a lot more chill maybe than American beavers. That is beavers. a pretty cute beaver. That's a, like, there's no way that thing's going to gnaw your face off like it did this guy. No, because he's got a smiling face. Look at the claws on yeah. him. Yeah. He does have claws. Yeah. I mean, come on. These Canadian beavers are not going to kill anybody. There was a time when Mars rock claws like that. Yeah, there was. I used to have really long nails. Now I've uh, left that to Haley. She rocks them. Yeah, that's a young lady's game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, here's another Canadian beaver. Like, come on. Another one from Mars. Look at how cute that buddy is. That looks like it's plotting a death of someone. (laughs) Your hands are together. It's like, (laughs) he's got the Dr. Evil hand tent. cute oh yeah yeah real cute well nonetheless this guy in massachusetts says he was minding his own business taking a dip in a pond tucked away in the northwest part of the state when he encountered the beaver and the beaver kicked his ass that's literally what happened he ended up having to swim uh to shore and he said by the time i got to shore i was so exhausted if i had to swim 10 more yards i would have drowned if the beaver would have come on shore he would have finished me off i would not have been able to fight him he would have finished killing me you gotta stop saying finish me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading the quote from the news. I wish that someone was filming this guy. I know it's terrible, yeah, know. him being attacked by a beaver, but I wish someone had footage of this. So if you've been attacked by a beaver, if you want to change my mind, mm-hmm. I think beavers are super cute. Uh, Eric can uh, start things sure. up. Hey, Eric. Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing hey, fantastic. Good. Uh, according to my screen, you had an encounter with a beaver? I did, yes. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Um, I was working in the oil field up in northern Alberta. Yeah. And we were driving along and like a single lane gravel road type deal. Yeah. And uh, there's a beaver in the middle of the road. And he, we kept creeping up on him, trying to get him to move, but he wouldn't move. He was staying right in the middle of the road. Oh. Yeah. So I got out of the truck and I went to just try to shoo him away. But he turned on me and started running at me and chased me back to the truck. Oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> yeah. Who would have known? Big beaver. He's uh, probably a mid-size, I guess you'd have to say. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and it actually terrified you to the point where you did run. I ran, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't having none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Was it hissing or doing anything or just chased you? Uh, he just chased me. He wasn't making any noise or anything. He just he didn't like me being there, and yeah. he was letting me know. Are beavers fast on the ground? Yeah, they are actually. Like I was running as fast as I can go, and I'm I'm six three, so I got long legs. I took <laughs> pretty good stride. And he was like right behind he, you. He, he was right behind me, like two feet behind me. <laughs> oh my was, god! My only saving grace was the door was still open on the truck, so I just oh. jumped in and closed it. Holy crap! Who knew? He was running like start the truck. <laughs> 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 the IQ commercial. Exactly. Oh exactly. Wow, what a story! Thanks for sharing that, Eric. Thanks, Eric. No worries, guys. Have yourself a great day and a good weekend. Oh, you too, buddy. Take care. Bye. <laughs> I can just picture him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know they have speed? People are texting in while Eric was telling his story that beavers are fast. Like, we don't understand how fast they are. In the the water. That was was, was, a road. He was chased by a dog, right? There's no way. He was was running. Because how do these these portly beavers, like, they're just big balls. (laughs) How do they run that fast? They're so silly looking. They've got no leg. It's just like their feet slapped onto their little barrel body. There's yeah. no way that's running at any sort of speed. Apparently it is.
Here, speed of beaver on land. I believe Eric. The beaver is a graceful, strong swimmer, both oh. underwater and on the surface, attaining speeds approaching seven kilometers an hour if it's alarmed. The beaver's body is adapted in many ways to the animal's watery habitat. Oh, That's I in love the him. water. What's it doing up on What's land? What's it, it doing both on underwater land? and on surface? Well, I think the surface like in the water. Oh, well, I don't think they fly on top of the water. <laughs> I've only seen the beaver head and the tail splash. <laughs> If beavers are flying on the water, I'm never going kayaking again. <laughs> Look, I hear. I posted a bunch of Canadian beavers. Here's another one. Yeah. This one's in Banff. Look at that. Look how cute he is. They're, they are good They're looking. They're adorable. From a distance. What have we, we've, we've all heard. Are beavers hissing? Do they growl? Do they bark? I saw a couple of texts of people saying that they're, they hiss and spit like a cat. Imagine a beaver hissing at you. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. I guess better than a howl. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, like, what is wrong with that beaver? Uh, another one here. Uh, Michael, hey, buddy. Hello, Crash. How are you? Fantastic. Um, you actually were attacked by a beaver on your farm? Yeah, so I grew up on a farm in Ontario. Yeah. And at the back, there was a creek that ran through the farm, and on the back was, like, wetlands. So on the one corner was wetlands. Yeah. And so I was walking through, like, the tall grass reeds, and I startled a beaver. And I can tell you in absolute, they will attack when they think that they are startled. Because this thing came after me with the speed of the of, of geese running across land at you. What? Are you serious? I'm, I'm, seeing these, serious. I'm seeing these texts roll in of how fast these beavers are. And I'm not believing it because I haven't seen a, a fast beaver. Like I believe they're fast in the water, but on land? When when they're just kind of like waddling up to get trees and whatever, they just kind of waddle and do their business. When they are in defense mode, they charge um, over a short distance wow. at really fast speeds. Holy crap! And they will spin around with their tail and take your legs out from underneath. <laughs> It's like uh, like Mario Brothers what? when you get the yeah. feather and you're spinning. No, <laughs> oh, and it, it it's like being it's like being bitten. It's it like being hit with a switch. It what? Hurts. I had I had welts on my on my shins what? from this. Oh wow! Oh, oh, and I had like cuts and bleeding, and like I was limping to get the heck out of there. And when they knock you down, and you're staring at a beaver that's got teeth that are like. Oh my gosh, this is like, you know, a horror movie. <laughs> the only thing you could do is try and scamper backwards and they are like use their tail as a brace and they will stand up on their haunches what? and literally look rather very evil at you and until you're probably twenty feet away and then they'll kind of like meander where they were going. But they will I have no idea. If you if you do not move, they will chase you. And they are like Cobra chickens, as we like to call geese here in Canada. Jeez, that they stand so up. They're, they're territorial. Then they want you oh, out of there. They want you out of there. Yeah. And, like, um, I would, I would guess over a short distance, they can probably move 20, 22 kilometers an hour. Holy <laughs> crap! Oh yeah, like they, they move. They, they seriously fly. They are, they wow. are not something you want to mess with. And okay. I've never heard of one biting, but I have. Like I've experienced the tail, and I can tell you right now that it's like I, I will I will take the meter stick over over a beaver tail any freaking day of the year. That's what wild. a story! What a story! Yeah, thanks, thanks, Michael. Michael. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Ginge, I was watching your face there while Michael was telling a story. Yeah. You don't 
think you don't believe that he's spinning around with the tail? Well, I'm torn because you can you could hear the panic in his voice as he relived this trauma. Mm. But also, I don't picture beavers having like sweep the leg judo moves in their pocket. You know, <laughs> I, I guess it, it's rare, but it probably could happen. What do you do. have that big tail for? Yeah, that's you're a good point. spinning it around and taking people out at the feet. Otherwise, yeah, the beaver doesn't need the tail. What do you need the tail for? I don't know. It's cute. Very right. tasty. Yeah. <laughs> the tail? Yeah, you ever had beaver tail soup? No. No. Isn't that a thing? Nope. Uh, I've, had, <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> I've had like beaver tails the dessert. <laughs> I accidentally ate beaver in Montana. What? Oh, you had a soup. Yeah, it was served to me. <laughs> yeah, but it was a beaver tail. I think it was just beaver. Oh. They oh. probably hung the tail on the wall and sold it as a, a tourist they thing. They probably oh. did. My soup was much worse. Ugh, just very leathery. Leave beavers alone. <laughs> Leave them alone. They're a national treasure. Well, Mars pled the case. Not so. according to the app. Yeah, I don't think people like beavers. Oh, I love them. I think they're so cute. Our dogs are being attacked by beavers. Yeah, well. Terwilliger Park apparently is an issue. Oh. Well, that's where the beavers live. Lived. Beavers yeah. lived. Yeah, not anymore. Fix that this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Take your dogs down as well. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Sean, hey, man. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, according to my screen, uh, you've had a, a run-in with uh, some aggressive beavers? Yeah. When, so when I was younger, we were like 13 at the time. I used to go to my buddy Derek's farm all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we would go. We were probably not the smartest kids, but we'd take our flashlights and we'd go dig in their homes. Yeah. And, yeah, I could understand why they'd be. <laughs> yeah, I'd be pretty home. mad, too. Sure, yeah. But, like, honestly, anything I find that builds their own home, they're going to be aggressive towards you. Like, we would go in. They would chase us out. They would make hissing noises. And those tails, when they smack the ground, they are un- unbelievably loud. Like, it, no, they are not cute. They are not nice. They are aggressive and so, mean. <laughs> like when you hear the, the beaver slapping the tail on the ground, you actually hear it? Oh, yeah, for sure. And if you're in their home, it will echo throughout the thing. Like they have layers, hey? Like we would go like down like five layers of these little homes that they build. Wow. With our flashlights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, what, were you like dismantling it or literally you climbed in their, be- their beaver dam? We climbed in, yeah. <laughs> like there's either an entrance, like they have either an entrance at the bottom they swim into, but there's also entrances near the top. So as kids, like we were bored, we didn't have internet back then. Yeah. yeah. So we would just climb in Holy and then we would get scared the crap out of, out of those holes because they would just, there would be like, first you'd hear one and all of a sudden there's like eight of them in there. Wow, wow, and then yeah. you're like, oh my god, and you're like quickly I'm trying out. to back out of the hole while these yeah. things are like, flap, 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 Yeah, then they're fast, like you you wouldn't think so, but Everybody's they're fast. Everyone is Everyone's saying that. texting and saying they're they're fast little buggers. They're terrifying they now. They are, they're frightening. I'm never going to look the wow. same way at a beaver at the lake now. No. Right? No, they, stay away. Yeah, they follow stay us away. in the kayaks, but yeah. And, uh, Who knew? I'm never walking the yeah. shoreline either. No, houses. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, good. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Hey, you guys have a wonderful morning. I'm a huge fan. Oh, thanks, right? man. Have a good morning. Yeah, you too. Love you guys. Oh, thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you know what? Here, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Number one, I'm taking the side of the beaver. Yeah. Even well, after all case, these stories? In this yeah. case, Sean had it coming. Sean had it coming. Well, yeah, don't climb into the den. And Michael's been a longtime contributor to this show. He's had it coming, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sean also did that weird thing where he's like, well, we didn't have the internet. Well, you can't just absolve all your crimes because we didn't have the internet. Wow. You can't go digging in beaver dens. I was poking in snake pits. Because you didn't have America Online. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what else were we going to do? Right? That's right. My hands are tied. Well, watch out for beavers, guys. I mean, obviously I was wrong. 
I thought they knew they were on our money. Ginch posted an in-depth picture of a, a beaver dam. Yeah, that's neat. Hey? What he saw yeah, you're really highlighting the eating chamber in there. Yeah. The I nesting cool. chamber. That's where you... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice try, buddy. You can even get in from the backside of it. Nice try, Crash. All right, guys. <laughs> your next chance to win $1,000 comes up on Monday with our very own Rachel at 5 o'clock. We're not done. So while you're on your way home, make sure you're listening to Rach hanging out. Yeah, congrats to uh, Mel. Yes, big congrats to Mel winning $1,000 today. Best text story ever. Yeah. Yeah, if you missed it, she got broken up to by her own text message, which was read over Bluetooth <laughs> in her boyfriend's car. <laughs> it sounded like this in her boyfriend's car. Hey, girl, my boyfriend has been acting weird tonight. I feel like he's going to break up with me. Yeah. And he was. And then he did. He dumped her. She was correct. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. All Have right. a good weekend, you guys. Enjoy yeah, the let's weather. Do this. Yeah, you got plans, Ginge? Um, might go to the ponies tomorrow. Wow. Betting like, on some horses. Betting on the horses? Yeah. I like it. I like it. I haven't been to the new place yet. Same as me neither. Oh, nice. Hmm. Is it a family outing? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> well, there like you go. Yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy your weekend. We are all back on Monday. Haley will be back on Monday, too, with stories from her boozy running bands. Oh, yeah. That'll be a good time. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Get more Crash and Mars. Sign up for the daily email or download the podcast at 1023nowradio.com.